It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the best of the Catholic High School League games. Join us for live play-by-play coverage each week this fall. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Cush Paint, Nahez Recruiting, Balance of Nature, Alliance Catholic Credit Union, and Siena Heights University. We welcome you all to the campus of Lawrence Tech University, the new home field for the Brother Rice Warriors as they face off against UD Jesuit Cubs on a rainy and cloudy night. This turned a little humid again. The sun trying to peek out across the buildings here in Southfield. This stretch kind of from midfield to the left side of the field above the scoreboard. Jeremy Adel alongside Chad Bush to bring you the call here tonight. It's a game between two 2-0 teams, a game between two teams that used to be both in the Central Division. Today, a double-A versus Central crossover, though. Double-A Central, and it's a game that Brother Rice, UAD, I mean, they've been trying to get through Brother Rice has UAD for many years now, and they've got a chance tonight to come out and do some things. They're certainly an underdog, but Matt Lewis in his second year has the Cubbies a-rolling a good start. They beat a Roseville team. They knock off Cranbrook, who's a little bit down. We understand that. But, hey, they took care of business last week, did what they could do. And on the other side of the coin, we got a 2-0 and team, Brother Rice. Nobody's talking about. This is the team with the best points differential in the Catholic League. They've given up three points. Hey, people aren't talking. No respect. Maybe they get a little more respect here tonight. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, the all-time record speaks for itself. Brother Rice, 42, UD Jesuit, 7 there was a UD Jesuit win back in 2014, but you really have to search for one after that to find the next one. It's 2001, and that was a matchup or a year that featured two matchups, one in the regular season and one in the playoffs. And UD ended up taking the playoff game 28-14. to That was the Scott Merchant days in which they were rolling and competing for state titles. Not saying they're back to state title contention, but you've got to think they're back in contention to win a game like this. I think so. They have a much better field, Jeremy, as you you and I both spoke with Matt Lewis this week about the program, the culture. They just have a better handle this year on what things are, how they're going and how they're being received. Long ways to go, but steps in the right direction. Indeed, a lot closer in a good direction last week with their win. Uh, 40 to 3 over Cranbrook. Well, we're going to dive into these two rosters a little bit further. Look at our quarterback matchup here today. A young guy and an experienced guy going in at uh, here at Lawrence Tech. That more is next here in our Catholic High School League football pregame show right here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. Scientific research has shown that many cancers and lifestyle diseases can be prevented with a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. This prevention comes from the phytochemicals in the plants. They fight against oxidants that damage the cell's DNA, causing mutations that lead to disease. In my lab, I've seen the immune response increase, I've seen your DNA repair capacity increase, and I've seen DNA protection. As a scientist, I know that balance of nature works. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Receive 25% off your first preferred purchase of balance of nature. Plus, get a set of convenient travel bottles containing a free additional week supply of balance of nature's fruits and veggies. With these discounts, you will still receive free shipping on every order. Call 800 
888-246-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code DETROIT. Sean Hannity sees Trump helping minorities. More than 80% of the new jobs created under Donald Trump have gone to, if you can believe it, minorities. Oh, I thought Republicans hated minorities. I thought Republicans are racist and they're sexist and they're homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, and they keep saying racist, racist, racist. Which one are you looking at? The Sean Hannity Show. Afternoons at 3 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. This is John McCullough, and you're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. Join me Monday at 6. I started going cold turkey. Well, at least when I'm in the car. I know I shouldn't do it, but it's so hard to stop. That's why I hide it from myself, so I won't be tempted. I used to do it all the time. I stopped by locking it in my glove compartment. My friend used to do it way too much. Now I turn it off when we're in the car. My solution is simple. I just don't do it. There are lots of ways to stop yourself and others from texting and driving. How will you stop? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Jeremy and Chad back with you here from Lawrence Tech University getting ready for this UD Jesuit first Brother Rice matchup here in week three of the high school football season. We look at these two teams start. It's a good one for both of them. 2-0 are the Cubs and the Warriors. The Cubs defeating Roseville 17-6 in the first game of the year. And then a 40-3 stomping in week two over the Cranbrook Cranes. And you look at that one and say, wow, because that's a Crane squad that's been really competitive. A squad that's made it to a prep bowl, or at least not made it to a prep bowl, but competed to make it to a prep bowl. And you think maybe they're a little bit down, but also maybe UD's just rolling that good right now as well. Yeah, it's hard to tell. We'll find out tonight uh, because they're going to be tested by Brother Rice, who's had a dominant defense. They've given up just three points. Uh, but, it, yeah, we'll we'll be interested to see how Nate Brown, the quarterback, does. He's shown some poise, Jeremy, a pocket passer, not really a guy that can run, but... He did gain confidence in that Cranbrook game, his first start at the high school level. Interesting storyline with Nate Brown. I'm excited to see how he does. And they've got D1 kids. They've got athletes. I mean, they've got, you know, four D1 kids in the skilled area and and, and some really good high school kids to fill in, you know, Walter Bauman uh, et al. And, and there's some guys that are outstanding, Carl uh, Hinton, Carlton Hinton. I mean, there's some very talented UD Cubs. It's easy to see why they're 2-0 but we'll see how they match up against Brother Rice, who brings a defense that's a different kind of level uh, here tonight. And that Warriors squad with a 7-0 win over Utica Eisenhower in Week 1 down to the Prep Kickoff Classic, and then a 53-3 win here in their opening game ever at uh, Lawrence Tech against Windsor Holy Names, uh, 53-3 in the end there. So you talked about the Rice defense. You talk about both of these two defenses being pretty good, but you also talk about a man... Uh, under center or at the shotgun position or the pistol, I guess you could you should say more often on Greg Piscopink, 6'2", 185-pounder. He's a good one. Yeah, and he was the player of the game. He won them really the Ike game uh, against uh, Eisenhower in week one. They won 7 to nothing. He shot for 68% of his throws, 139 yards passing. Wasn't sexy, but he was very efficient, didn't throw the ball away, didn't have interceptions. He's a smart kid, can use his feet. They're going to rely on him. He's going to get better as the season goes. You recall he had the injury he came off of last year. I think he's just going to get better, stronger. Obviously, his father also doing better health-wise. 
Uh, it was great to see him here tonight. But there's more to talk about with Brother Rice. They can throw the football. They bring a unique style of an offense. Uh, we, we, we had a quick word with their offensive coordinator uh, earlier, Neil Mosier, uh, in his second year. And, and, boy, he shed some light on, on what's going on. But this is an offense that's dangerous, but the defense has been the highlight three points given up has the schedule been that challenging no probably not but hey look they beat ike down in detroit in that classic uh i think they're a very potent team and they're overlooked right now in the catholic league and they got something to prove tonight well we'll have chad's keys to the game a little bit later in our pregame we'll also have some ud jesuit students uh from the cub sportscast to preview you know what they've seen so far in their season and what their team is all about this year here in this 2019 campaign. But for now, we're going to send it to John Johnson at the MHSA office with This Week in High School Sports. John? What Sid would want, football safety rules, and the fear of falling behind again. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. Hi again, everyone. I'm John Johnson, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. There will be a moment of silence Friday night at Jenison's football home opener in memory of Sidney Carfine, who would have been a senior golfer at the school this year, who lost her life this summer in an automobile accident. The Wildcats are looking to the loss of their talented teammate and individual qualifier to the Lower Peninsula Division I girls golf finals a year ago as a source of motivation. sophomore Sophie Hoekstra. You can read more about Sydney Carfine and the girls golf team at Jenison on the second half page of the MHSAA website. Our game balls this week go out to the boys and girls cross country teams at Heartland which swept the large school titles at last week's Corona Early Bird Invitational. Riley Huff took top honors for the Eagles in the boys race. And Cadillac won its own girls volleyball tournament last week, topping Kingsley in the finale. Marcy Brown with 81 kills and Renee Brines with 143 assists on the day face the Vikings. Back with more in a moment, you're listening to This Week in High School Sports. Do you need money for college? Michigan Student Aid is Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. They administer scholarships, grants, college savings programs, and other resources that help make college accessible, affordable, and achievable for you. See how they can help you today by visiting michigan.gov slash mystudentaid and connect with Michigan Student Aid on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look into the fine art of officiating with Brent Rice. In our second segment on football rules changes for this year, there are two which involve safety. The foul for tripping has been expanded to include a trip on the ball carrier, intentionally tripping any player on the field, using the lower leg or foot to obstruct an opponent below the knees, will result in a 15-yard penalty. The definition of horse collar tackle has been expanded to include bringing down a runner, backwards or sideways, by grabbing the nameplate area on the back of the jersey, or inside the neck area of the jersey or shoulder plate. The penalty for a horse collar tackle is 15 yards. Thanks, Brent. 
you could be a referee. Go to the MHSAA website now to register. A National Wire story ran over the weekend about how high school football teams across the country were reducing the amount of full contact taking place in practice. The piece described the limitations of some states, including Michigan, which limits collision contact in weekly practice during the season to 30 minutes. During the preseason, the collision contact limit in Michigan is six hours in a week. The rest of the time, contact is simulated in a variety of ways to help prepare players. The methods being used are similar with what have evolved in the professional than the college practices. Of course, any news story will always quote or stick a microphone in the face of a ridiculous dissenting point of view, usually a very undereducated point of view, and this story sure did that. They found a parent who criticized the new football world order, the lack of blood and guts, and said that kids in Michigan were falling behind those in other states when it came ready for the so-called next level. Give me a freaking break. That's as bad as the TV commercial for kids' nutritional supplements where the parents are shoving that stuff down their 7-year-old's throat because they're afraid of their kid falling behind in his development compared to his siblings and neighbors. Remember this. High school sports exist because we're here to get kids ready for the next level of life, not the next level of sports, and keep them healthy in the process. Football and a number of other sports have needed to play smarter and train smarter for a long time. It's still the most popular game in America, and the quality of play is going nowhere but up, even in Michigan. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSEA Network. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm John Johnson. We'll see you next time. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. Only on the Patriot. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. Only on FM 92.7. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena. A Catholic university located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. This is John McCullough, and you're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. Join me Monday at 6. Dennis Prager is tired of the media coverage of the president. There's always another example of the president being divisive. The president basically said, why would a Jew vote Democrat? How, How could this be? Jews, I want you to be more faithful to your people and to the Jewish state. That is now white nationalist advocacy. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at noon on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. WDTK, Detroit. The Salem Media Group, on the NASDAQ as SALM. It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the best of the Catholic High School League games. Join us for live play-by-play coverage each week this fall. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Cush Paint, Nahez Recruiting, Balance of Nature, Alliance Catholic Credit Union, and Siena Heights University.
We welcome you back to Lawrence Tech University. Jeremy Otto alongside Chad Bush to bring you this call between the Brother Rice Warriors and the visiting University of Detroit Jesuit Cubs. These two teams checking in at 2-0 as we head into week three of this fine high school football season. And it's funny to say, but, I mean, this is a nine-week regular season, Chad. So, I mean, when you talk about week three, week four, this can go a long way in terms of qualifying for playoffs and deciding who's going to be the earlier front runners for things like that, right? Right, especially if you're Brother Rice. I mean, you look at the schedule, they've got the rest of the double-A to deal with. I mean, you look at UAD, and it's all due respect to UAD, but this is one where they feel they have to get. And you look at UAD, and, yeah, I mean, this is one that they feel they have to get too. So... Um, but very important for both clubs early on, and week three uh, is accelerated, no doubt, especially this year. Your keys to the game for this one, what do you think? Uh, I think it's ever important that Nate Brown gets comfortable for UAD and is able to loosen up this ever-dominant defensive secondary for Brother Rice and, and gives his offensive line a chance to try to get holes and get the run game going, but they're not going to be able to unless they're able to get the pass game going first. I think that's key number one uh, if you're talking UAD. The MVP of the night is the fine man from Lawrence Tuck. We're going to have to get his name because he's cleaning off the windows that are foggy for us. That, that's that's our MVP right here. And he's look, he's jumping to try to get the top as well. Sign him up. He looks like a young <laughs> Kenny Powers. He looks like a young Danny McBride. Man. Anyway, yeah, so that's the key for UAD. If you look at Brother Rice, I think Brother Rice has to score more points offensively they've got the skills they've got the tools they haven't quite put it together but i think piscoping's going to lead this offense to some points they'll be tested though ud's defense is much improved i'm excited to see how both offenses really go ud has up against it with with what brother rice has done so far this year um but but hey you look at competition how how good is eisenhower that's the big question here how good is eisenhower that will tell us a lot but ud uh, and Brother Rice is going to be a fun one tonight. Well, we're excited to be joined right now by a senior from the University of Detroit, Jesuit Aiden Thompson. She works for the Cubs Sportscast, a, a nice platform for UD Jesuit students um, to broadcast games uh, when they're in high school and, and kind of get the reps if they want to. It's something they just want to do for fun at this point or continue it as a career. Many have um, from UD. Aiden, thanks for joining us here today. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Just what are you looking for out of this game here today, a big one in week three? I mean, as you guys mentioned, I'm really looking forward to the U of G Jesuit quarterback starter, sophomore Nate Brown. We saw him in the second game versus Cranbrook, and he totally dominated, putting up 40 points. And this Cubs offense is mostly a run-first offense with duos Aaron Richards and Nick Johnson. But Nate Brown, he has an arm. He threw up a go route to wide receiver Andre Spivey, and Spivey came up with it about a 40-yard pass. And his arm, compared to the first starter for U of G Jesuit, Donald Johnson, it just... His accuracy is terrific, and his overall arm is just great. And then when you look at some of the guys he's gone to, one of the new faces and interesting storylines, it looks like, is uh, this Spivey kid who came over from the baseball diamond. Tell us about Spivey. I mean, Andre Spivey's about 6'2", 6'3". He's extremely tall, and what UFD Jesuit, especially just in the Cranbrook game, we didn't really see him a lot in the Roseville game, but just in the Cranbrook game, the go-routes and just the straight-out like Hail Marys that UFD Jesuit ran with them. He totally obliterated the Cranbrook secondary and can just go up and catch the ball. And often, that's why we got two to three of our touchdowns against Cranbrook. And we're chatting here with Aiden Thompson of the Cubs Sportscast. He's going to help call the game upstairs uh, with some of his classmates. Just what's it like for you? Let's step away from the football side of things and 
over to the broadcasting side of things. What's it like for you to be able to call games in high school and maybe work? Is this something you may want to do for a career? I mean, yeah, going into freshman year, I've just, throughout my whole entire life, I've loved sports and I've loved doing sport-related things. And I never really thought about a sportscast club. I never really heard of it, never really thought of it. But uh, Mr. Dario was a huge influence to me, and he got me interested in doing Cubs sportscast. And now for three years I've been doing it, and I've really loved it. Absolutely. This is uh, fun to do for you. You're watching your team. You see kids in school. Uh, this is really a good way to get interactive with sports. Uh, you talk about playing, but you're able to communicate through your student body and also be at the games. What kind of things have you looked at in the future for yourself and uh, how you can advance yourself in this career? I mean, whether or not I'll go into sportscast or broadcast in college, I'm not really sure that yet because I've just thought of it as a hobby, thought of it as a, just a fun time calling sports, which I really love to do. So I haven't really thought too specifically yet if I'm going into college, but I'm, it's definitely an interest that I might pr- pursue in later. And I'm going to put you on the spot, and I'm going to ask you who is the one dark horse player for UD Jesuit. Maybe that's not lighting it up right now, but maybe talking to the coaching staff, talking to some of your friends who may be teammates as well. It could become the next Cub star. Well, I, I honestly think it's Nick Johnson. I mean, his first game against Roseville was just honestly amazing. He was basically the first reason why we won it, both on defense as a linebacker, getting a huge pick six, and as a running back. I mean, I don't think he has any offers yet, which is extremely surprising to me because he's just been dominant on both the offense and defense. You look at Brother Rice, and, and you've you know you probably have buddies that go to Brother Rice or – you have friends, and it's been a rivalry. It's been frustrating for you and I know, on the football side, but from a Cubs point of view, how do you see Brother Rice this year? What's your scouting report on them? I mean, what I've seen from Brother Brother Rice is that they've lost a lot of their former starters from last year. I saw four out of five of offensive linemen and even four defensive linemen that they lost last year to graduation. So I think the Cubs really got to take advantage of that. I've been hearing that the Brother Rice O-line hasn't been doing the greatest, and our defensive line with Miles Hickman and Walt Bowman It's just been very good, so I'm expecting dominance from our defensive line today. Well, Aiden, thanks for checking in with us here today. Good luck on the call today and the rest of the season on the Cubs Sportscast. How can uh, people follow you on social media and follow the the broadcast at UD Jesuit? So our Twitter is just Cubs Sportscast, and then also if you just look up on the Internet, Cubs Sportscast, our website will be right there, and you can see our archive games or even our live games. Aiden, great job, man. That's really good stuff. Absolutely. We're going to talk to you like every game before. (laughs) If not on air, we're going to do it off air so we can sound smart. Appreciate this, guys. Good job, man. Appreciate it. Yep. Have a good call. Thank you. All right, stick with us here on the Patriot. More coverage coming up next, including the opening kickoff. The CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot is sponsored by Balance of Nature. Hey, Warrior fans, it's Sean Belegian, and we are back. That's right, Warrior Football back right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, the Patriot. Don't miss a second of the GLIAC action as the Warriors look to get back on top in the GLIAC Conference. Along with my broadcast partner, Josh Rennell, Wayne State Hall of Famer, join us each and every week we follow the journey of the 2019 Warriors right here on FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot. This is WDTK Detroit, The Patriot. Sportsmanship is still relevant in school sports. Good sportsmanship should be a given at our games. It's one of the primary reasons we have school sports to begin with, to help today's young people become tomorrow's community leaders. You can learn more about sportsmanship and download a full kit of sportsmanship ideas from the MHSA website at MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value 
and values of educational athletics. You're listening live to the CHSL Game of the Week. Well, did you know there's a credit union for Catholics? That's right, Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Having a check, they have a checking account that pays dividends, low-rate loans, a great mobile app, everything you need to manage your money. They're actively involved in supporting Catholic education through scholarships, financial literacy programs, and event sponsorships. So if you're a Catholic anywhere in Michigan, put your money where your faith is. To learn more about Alliance Catholic Credit Union, visit AllianceCatholic.com. Federally insured by NCUA, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. Jeremy Otto back alongside Chad Bush. We thank Aiden Thompson for doing a nice job on the air with us in our last segment as we get closer and closer to kickoff here. The sun really starting to come down, and hopefully the rain will stay away in a, a soaked game. But we want to touch a little bit more on this 2-0 Brother Rice squad and what they've done to get to this point. Offensively, they lose five of the top six. We heard from Aiden. He's, he's right on that. But the guy that's back is Luke Newman, and boy, is he a beast at junior. Uh, we heard UAD say that this guy might be uh, the best offensive lineman he's seen in years in the Catholic League. That's saying a lot, so keep an eye on him up front. Uh, you Also, of course, you want to talk about the run game that Brother Rice has. They don't even have Patrick O'Hara yet. The kid's out, but they've kept going. I mean, they got Lockwood. They got his brother O'Hara. Uh, they got guys uh, that are downhill runners that run hard. They're tough runners, and uh, that's a big part of the Brother Rice offense. Well, the opening kickoff is coming up next here on the Patriots. Stick with us. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. I'm loving it so much, and I'm so happy that uh, that I'm just a member of that because I just pop the pills and forget about everything else. I really am enjoying them, and I'm so glad that I... I've never met Dr. Howard, and it's, it's fine. But mm-hmm. uh, I just just tell him that I'm just loving it, and I couldn't agree more with him. It okay. is working spectacularly for me. Awesome. Couldn't be better, and I couldn't be more pleased. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Receive 25% off your first preferred purchase of Balance of Nature. Plus, get a set of convenient travel bottles containing a free additional week supply of Balance of Nature's fruits and veggies. With these discounts, you will still receive free shipping on every order. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code DETROIT. Hey, Sean Hannity here. You know, terrorism, economic uncertainty, nuclear instability. You know, the United States faces these and many other global dangers. Well, pretty much every day we face even greater risks against the U.S. Constitution, the rule of law right here at home. And we're facing a conflict, a battle for America's soul. And now is the time to rise up and protect conservative ideals. Now join the Patriot on Saturday, November the 2nd for the War for America's Soul Tour. Now, it's an event unlike any other. That's right. I'm back on the road. Also, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, other great conservative speakers, and you'll be ready to give an intelligent answer to the assaults from the far radical left. Now, the War for America's Soul is coming to Detroit. It's happening on Saturday, November the 2nd. Just visit PatriotDetroit.com for details to buy your tickets today. That's PatriotDetroit.com. Join us for the War for America's Soul Tour. 
listening to the CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK Detroit. Jeremy and Chad back with you here from Southfield, Michigan. Turning out to be a pretty good night for football. A little monkey out there, but uh, it was certainly in question whether we would start this game on time and it didn't start on time because of the game prior more so than this one because of the lightning delay but as we look at these two teams full of personnel on each side um, we talked about Brother Rice a little bit already but I think we have a little bit more to hit on don't I we? I think so partner and their wide receivers are a tough duo Rocco Melia a big target smart player the whole package three catches for 58 yards against Eisenhower had a touchdown catch last week against Holy Name. He's a big target on the outside. And then you got Cole Lacanaria. This is a guy that there's lineage. The Lacanarias have had brothers here coming since 1982. And this is the last one. So they want to celebrate him. He is a dandy. But the defense, there's a lot to talk about. Sarkeesian, Everly Randall, and they feel the back end. Melia's a part of it. Tillman, Muriad. I mean, they are deep and talented. But it's going to be that Brother Rice offense we'll see first. And Xavier Chow to kick it off left to right here for UD Jesuit. Lacanaria and Stewart are back deep. They'll return it right to left to begin things. UD Jesuit. In their base whites with the maroon numbers. Brother Rice in their base blacks with the white numbers and the orange helmets. Getting ready to kick this one into the night is the French kicker this year in Xavier Chow. They're coming off a, a pretty good one in the last couple of years. And Nicolo Salo, the starter at Wayne State as a freshman. Yeah, how about that? This one piped to the five-yard line here. Returnable for La Canaria. Going to reverse field as he scoots back to the middle trying to Chuck himself up to the 15 in the 17-yard line right down the middle. And that is where this offense will stop or start after the tackle by Joe Wisniewski. So a chance to see Brother Rice, of course, led by the senior quarterback, Piscopink. We saw him as a uh, freshman, sophomore on varsity. Of course, the injury uh, a couple years ago. But he is a potent leader. And this is a guy that has just gotten better in the offseason. Uh, Coach Adam uh, Kay really said this is a guy that w- they, they really thought was the player of the game against Eisenhower. And uh, just a guy that works hard and is a coach's son, knows where to go with the football. He's out there in the, be- in the gun to begin things with two wideouts to his left. Make that three as there's have two stacked up right on the numbers on the near side. Lacanaria in the slot here. First down and 10 from the 20-yard line. Just a little short pass left side as they scramble up to the 23. It was uh, Johnson, Jaden Johnson, the sophomore back, who took that one out for four yards. Second and six as they're up to the 23. We should mention, too, that Piscopink didn't play last week. And, and Brother Rice found a kid in Jake Coulter, who was a baseball star, that came in, and, and they didn't miss a beat. Now, it was holy name, but... He was impressive as well. Shows there's capable backups. Trips to the far side now for Pisco Pink. They're going to fake the handoff here. That one's tapped down a few times. And we have a post-play penalty that will fly. Just another short little slant down the middle of the field. They look to convert there. Let's check the flag, though. Somebody got their hands up up front for UAD to bat it down. And uh, I'm not sure if that was number 55. Uh well, 55 is not on the roster. Or number 89, that's their big guy, Miles Hickman, on that defensive front. Somebody got their hands up and forcing a uh, penalty now. 
So it's a personal foul against Udi Jesuit here. So they have not uh, marked the football off yet, but obviously it's going to be a first down here for Brother Rice. And now another flag. There's a flag that just flew on the far side in front of the UAD bench. Really? Yeah, a late flag, and it looks like a sideline warning coming up. That'll be a second flag. So it looks like two infractions. So the clock stopped at 11.17 here in a scoreless game in the first quarter. If you're just tuning in and wondering why we're still in the first, it was because of the game prior being delayed due to the lightning. There were some injuries in that one as well. So that's why this one kicked off just after 8 o'clock here today. A little late night. Yeah. A little West Coast thing. Absolutely. (laughs) Football's up. To the 38-yard line here in between the hash marks. Pisco Pink in the gun. He has trips to his left. Looks up the middle again with the run, but there's nothing there. That Oof. was erased as Colin O'Hara tried to take that one. Wow, that was swallowed up and eaten up by Nicholas Kuza. The defensive tackle just shot the gap. You talk about the inexperience and the weakness. We heard it earlier in the pregame from Aiden. Uh, four or five uh, offensive linemen they lost from last year. Got exposed there. It's third and long now. It's a loss of two on the play. So second and 12 now. Pisco Pink has two to his left, one to the far side here, one back to his right hip. Looks to pass. No, it's just a keeper up the middle. Good fake there. Pisco Pink over midfield, scrambling into Jesuit territory at the 45 and finally slid down at the 44-yard line. That's a nice fake off the right side by Greg Pisco Pink. 20-yard gain, and Piscopin can use his legs. Didn't run as much last year, and Coach K said, hey, look, we want him to throw the football and get yards. Every play doesn't have to be a home run, he said, with him. That's a smart play. Got 20 yards, got down, and got happy. Two wideouts left, one to his right. As they look over to the sideline for the play call, they go no huddle, but it's not a fast no huddle right now. Colin O'Hara, the lone back. Looks to block here on the pass from Pisco Pink. A dart down the middle, and he has Lacanaria cutting at the 24-yard line. First down, plus about 14 more as they'll move those chains right to left on the far sideline. Lacanaria in the left slot. They're just going to run a post route, and it's a dime. Right on point, right on time. Lacanaria with a snatch. He doesn't drop a ball, and it's right down the middle of the field, and Brother Rice is just eating through this Cub defense after they had him in a third and long. And we have a Cub man down. He is down at about the 16-yard line. That's Elijah Ricard, a key staple to this defense. Guy that already has one interception on the year. Bunch of D1 offers as a junior. And Matt Lewis describes him as another coach on the field. That's how they talk about him and how much they like him. So 9.38 left to play in this first as they look at Elijah Ricard here in a scoreless game. Helping him up to his backside right now. Looks like they're trying to officially help him up to his feet, and they have. That's Nick Parkinson, the head athletic trainer at UAD, and he's going to be able to hobble off. So maybe just a cramp? I think so. It's a humid night. What a a funky weather Michigan uh, fall we've had. It's been hot and humid and cold, and so... Yeah, cramps, recipe for cramps and people having allergies. They're <laughs> <laughs> having their allergies uh, impacted and flare up. 
Two wideouts left for Pisco Pink here. He's still in the gun. He's been that way all night long so far. It's first down and 10 from the UD Jesuit 24-yard line here. And they flash these cards on the sideline, and it helps them with their tempo. It's really been a big part of their offense this year. Yeah, something brand new. They hit La Canaria on a short pass to the 20-yard line. He's going to swivel his way up to the 16 and a little slanting running move to his right. Going to be a couple yards shy of the first down. So that brings up second and a long two. Colacanaria knows where to go, finds the seam. He had two UAD guys in the air that ran into each other after he made his cut to the middle of the field, got down, and was happy with the eight yards. It's a guy that came in with 149 yards and three touchdowns through the air. He's already slicing and adding to that total here early on in this game. Brother played at Ball State for six years. He's in motion to the far side. Pisco Pink going to keep it for the second time. He's so good at spinning around at the line of scrimmage to get some more space. He's up to about the 11-yard line. That's going to be a first down plus about three more yards, and they're just outside of a goal situation now, Chad. Yep, take what they will give you. They gave him the middle of the field. He danced around for five. He needed three, and they're in business. That's one thing that Greg Piscopink is really good at in terms of getting out of sacks. He does that kind of same thing in the backfield when he's still looking to throw, but he can also um, get those extra yardage off the spins and the little cuts left and right as he moves down the field. That's something he did very well against UD last year. It is. They just don't want him doing too much. And, you know, they don't want him trying to hit home runs and then fumbling the football, but he's done a great job tonight in this season managing the game. First and 10 from the 12-yard line here. Another fake. He has room to the right side. Pisco Pink going back to the middle, trying to drag that football over the goal line, and they're going to mark him just shy at about the one-yard line. That's a good standing job by the UD defense to seal off that play, which looked from the get-go that he may have a walk-in touchdown. Yeah, they're just chiseling their way down, and that Brother Rice offensive line looks like a seasoned unit right now. They've got it together after a couple shaky plays to start. Good job by this offense, and uh, they're in control right now and up front. They are winning the line of scrimmage, and it's not even close the last five plays. We have an official's timeout here to measure the football so it's very close to a first down the chains are at about the one and a half yard line in terms of where he needed to get the first down the spot looked like he was all the way at least to the one chad but maybe they marked it a little bit further back in the end right i thought the same thing but brother rice is just using piscopink and he's got options he can keep it he can pitch it and uh they're just running him right up off right guard and he's got room to run, and until UD can show that they could stop it, there's no need to even hand the ball off. They're about a half of the football shy of that first down here. 7.47 remaining in quarter number one. We're still scoreless. Now they're going to remeasure, it looks like. They just want to spot the football here exactly where it is. Yeah, it's first down, and, and, and I mean, it's really just going to be a, what do you think, a Piscobink sneak? What did they say, Jeremy? Is they it said fourth? it was just short, yeah. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Just short of it. Second down, though. Second down, less than a yard. I'll go with a power formation here. Three backs behind Pisco Pink all in a line as they look to power along that left side, and they're in. The Warriors strike first here in the first quarter. It was O'Hara who was able to cross the goal line. Six-nothing Warriors. 
O'Hara takes advantage. His brother has been out with Mono. The younger brother says, that, no problem, bro. I got you. Touchdown, Brother Rice. Brady Henry in to kick the extra point. Six-foot-tall, 200-pound senior. A guy they like that's continuing to develop at this kicker spot. Mark here is going to hold it. He's the punter on the other end as well. This one is up and through. 7-0 in favor of the Warriors. Thanks to another balance of nature touchdown. Pure and simple. Real science. Real food. Real nutrition. More when we get back here on the Patriots. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Cush Paint and Nahez Recruiting. If you need versatility and high performance in an epoxy coating, look no further than Rust-Oleum's High Performance 9100 Direct-to-Metal Epoxy Mastic at Cush Paint in Roseville. Instead of multiple coats of epoxy, just one is all you'll need with the 9100 system. Apply it to steel beams, towers, structural steel, concrete floors, conveyors, storage tanks, and more. It also comes in a variety of colors. When ordering Rust-Oleum 9100 System DTM Epoxy Mastic, mention the Patriot and get 10% off at Cush Paint in Roseville or CushPaint.com. Now, back to the CHSL Game of the Week. Colin O'Hara striking for his first touchdown of the year. The 5'10", 180-pound junior running back gives the Brother Rice Warriors a 7-0 lead. Here with 7.35 left to play in quarter number one. Four minutes, 25-second drive. The O'Hara touchdown. Colin style. Henry in to kick this off. He'll deliver it right to left. Here in quarter number one. Sputtering football. Going to be taken at about the three-yard line here. That's bobbled initially by Jeffrey Knight. He does haul it in. He chugs across the 15. Tumbles his way to the 20-yard line. And there's laundry all over the field at about the 14 here. Likely against UD, you think. I think so, but I'm excited to see this UAD offense. Head coach Matt Lewis in his second year, of course, had time at De La Salle. He's brought back the uh, former De La Salle quarterback uh, that was at Rutgers. Yeah, Gio Rossino. I'm glad you said it. He was a good one. I saw him a couple years out uh, when Eastern Michigan was playing out in Rutgers, and he wasn't playing that day. But, yeah, it was hard to believe that he's the guy that actually – was there during the Shane Morris years. Sure. And was a Shane Morris backup. And here they have two guys go D1 at quarterback. And I don't believe that uh, they both played a full season. Impressive. Let's check some scores on our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. St. Mary's up big over Chandler Park, 28-0. That's in the second quarter. Notre Dame up 10-0 over Divine Child. That's at the half. And Lutheran North tied with Gabriel Richard. Ann Arbor after quarter number one. Comes will come out in the shotgun here. Two wideouts to the right side. One to the far for the young sophomore, Nate Brown. Takes his first snap at a game at LTU. Is there's It looks like a fumble, fumble off a run off the right side, and Warriors will pick it up at the 10-yard line here. Maybe. No, no signal yet. Rice thinks they have it, and the officials say you do not. UAD keeps it, and they get a big break early, Jeremy. Yeah, Rice was for sure that they got that football back. It's going to be a gain of two in the end up to the 10-yard line here. 
on a second and eight. Not the way you want to start your first snap. Let's see how this run-dominated UAD team does here against this potent Brother Rice defense. It's given up just three points all year. Looks to throw on second down here. They have a wide receiver. It's going to be through his hands, though, right into the breadbasket of Carson Hinson that time, the super athletes on offense and defense. It's third and eight. Yeah, just a curl route by Hinton, and that ball was thrown perfectly by Nathan Brown. you got to catch that football. And uh, that's a play that was a first down if he makes the catch. He drops it. It is a little bit wet out, but uh, that's a catch that we've seen him him make several times. Nick Johnson alone running back to the left side of Brown as he looks to throw on third down and eight. This one is complete, but it's not going to be enough for a first down. They're up to the 15-yard line here. That was nearly picked. That was nearly picked for a touchdown by Melia, who's a smart safety and nearly suckered brown into a, a pick six uh but a good job by the brother rice secondary to keep him in front and short of the first down and get out of here alive uh, with a three and out it's jeffrey knight who made the catch he's a full two yards shy of the first down at the 18 yard line we apologize it's tough to see these numbers through this window right now it's it's kind of well, blurry because it's windy it's or uh, the window is a little blurry foggy it's hard to see man we need a squeegee man out there <laughs> Milia, the lone man back deep in his own territory at the 45-yard line. This is not a good punt, though, as it's going to take a bounce at the 36. Keep rolling at the 40. Brother Rice says don't touch it as this one is back to the 42 and down there by Miles Hickman in his own territory. So Brother Rice already with a 7-0 lead with 537 remaining here in quarter number one, and they have a beautiful field to start their second drive. Well, UD's head coach Matt Lewis said, hey, look, we, we've been better in every phase this year uh, up until this point, and, and, and this is something that we feel that we're, we're much improved. But so far, uh, they have just been outmanned in all three phases early on in this game. It's still 7 nothing, and there's a lot of chicken left on the bone. Let's see what UD can do uh, defensively this time against that potent Brother Rice offense. Pisco Pink looked good his first time out there. He's, he's trips to his right to start this second drive. O'Hare the lone back. He's going to get it in the start of that slacking area. He wants to throw it to the far sideline as a man. Complete. Well, he caught the ball, but out of bounds at the 18-yard line. That was a look on the far side there for Milia. It was a reverse pass. They reversed it back to Lock and Area. He took a little too much time to throw the football. Uh, uh, seven, Melia was wide open. And if he hits him earlier, it's a touchdown. Melia did a nice job to try to get his feet in, Jeremy, but had one of those uh, feet out of bounds when he caught it on the far sideline. So the clock frozen at 5.49 to go here in quarter number two. Seven, nothing the lead for the Warriors. Two wideouts near side for Pisco Pink as he takes one more look to the sideline for the play call here. Coach K going for it. Going for the throat early. A little reverse pass. Yeah, Love no it. Doubt. O'Hare on the run, and UD defense sniffs all of that all the way back to the 43-yard line. That's Miles Hickman, the principal tackler there. Tywayne Williams was in the vicinity along with Jeffrey Knight, and that's going to be a two-yard loss for a third and 12 scenario. That's Hickman. He's the press. He's the president of the student senate. He's a leader in the school, leader on the team. Very mature for his age, and that's a great play to stuff this uh, Brother Rice offense. They haven't really had success running, but passing the football, they've been able to do everything they want. 
Two wideouts aside now for Pisco Pink. Lacanaria is moving over in the slot as he moves just to the left of the hash marks to right on the hash marks on the far side. We've seen him targeted a couple times in this game. Third and 12. Another man in motion to the far side is Delamonte. He looked for a throw. Pocket collapses quickly here. That's a hopping ball at the 40-yard line. Incomplete. Intended there for Delamonte, the man in motion, and that's going to bring up a fourth and 12. Yeah, Piscopink Pink decided to go with the crossing route, the man across the field. He would have had it to run about five, six yards for the first down. Would have been a challenge. Well defended that job by UAD, and Piscopink Pink was off target with a throw. Well too low. Didn't give his receiver a chance. Margario in to punt it away. He's averaging 34 yards a punt early on in this season. Lone man back deep is Carson Hinton here for UD. He's going to call for a fair catch as he moves up to the 15-yard line with a warrior standing right in his face. That was Murad, a fine man on defense for this Warriors squad. So all things considered, that's a nice stand for UD Jesuit. There was some frustration from Coach K here on the Warriors sideline on that last play, but uh, his squad's still up 7-0 here, Chen. UD with a statement on the second series defensively. Good job with a three and out. Had a nice play by their secondary and forced Biscopink into an errant throw on third down. And uh, quite frankly, they got a little bit lucky with a reverse pass that was thrown short and not show, not thrown quickly enough. But, uh, hey, it's still 7 nothing and UD with new blood right now. 4.47 left here in the first. Two wideouts on the near side. They send a man in motion. That's Devon Wright looking to run on the first play into the hands of Aaron Richard Jr. And that's the first time we've seen him take the football. He gains about four on first down as he's up to the 20-yard line here. Yeah. Aaron Richard, last year a guy, first year playing football since he was a young kid, first year playing at UAD, and a guy that has great cutting ability and great vision. They like him a lot. He's kind of a slasher-type guy. But just over 230 yards for him already on this early campaign. He's a track guy. They like the fact that he can run track. Brown just going to keep this up the middle. No room really opens up. He was patient as he kind of bounced on, bounced around behind the line and took a couple steps to his left, but uh, maybe gained a half yard as he's still at the 20-yard line here. It's going to be third and called along five. That Brother Ice defense converging between the gaps. And, uh, boy, they're tough up front. It's a defensive line that really feels that their secondary can can cover. And when you have a D-line that has confidence in your secondary that can cover like that, you know you can get after the quarterback and try to get a rush. And it's a passing down here, partner. Third down and a long five. No doubt it is. Four wideouts for this UD offense as they... Want to burn a timeout here. We'll keep it here and talk to you about Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Whether in person or on the phone, you have access to professionals dedicated to helping you navigate your financial goals. And their first-rate mobile app allows you to access your account anytime. Alliance Catholic has nine convenient locations around Metro Detroit. Credit Union members can use nearly 30,000 ATMs around the country, including most 7-Eleven locations without a surcharge fee. Whether you're looking for a lot of help managing your money or just a little, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is your financial guardian angel. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to join today. Federally insured by NCUA. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor 
of the Catholic High School League. 7 nothing is the lead right now for the Brother Rice Warriors with 3.23 to go here in quarter number one, Chad. Yeah, Brother Rice wants to prove that, hey, this is a defense that is going to be suffocating. And uh, right now they got this UAD team in a third and mid. We'll see what they do here now defensively. Two wide outs to the left for Brown, one to the near side. He looks to throw as he rolls left. Major pressure coming in. Did he lose that football back at the 13? No, he did hang on, but he's going to be sacked for loss of a good five on the play. Looks like Cameron Terrell, the six-foot-tall senior linebacker, went back and swallowed him up. That's a guy who hasn't played football in three years, but he's really having a great start to his senior campaign here. Yeah, Terrell's one of those guys that snuck up that time. I thought he could have lost the football, too. The quarterback was a little bit loose with it for UD, lucky to hang on. And yet to get a first down in this game is this UD offense. This is very similar to what we saw last year, Jeremy. Xavier Chow is in to punt it away, not before Brother Rice burns a timeout. 2-43 and 43 left to play in this first quarter. 7 nothing. the lead for the Warriors. More when we get back here in a Catholic League Game of the Week on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and Siena Heights University. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. Can I say something about the product? Yeah, of course. It changed my life. <laughs> I'm 86, and my husband has Alzheimer's, and taking care of him was just killing me. And then I heard on the radio all about balance of nature and how it would increase my energy. It's increased my brain. It's just thank you, thank mm-hmm. you, thank you. It changed my life and give me hope, and I appreciate your help. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Receive 25% off your first preferred purchase of balance of nature. Plus, get a set of convenient travel bottles containing a free additional week's supply of balance of nature's fruits and veggies. With these discounts, you will still receive free shipping on every order. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code DETROIT. Welcome back to Lawrence Tech. UD Jesuit in to punt it away. It's Chow who puts a better foot into this one than his first one. And it's Fair Quats at the 48-yard line back there by Rocco Milia in his own territory. So Brother Rice certainly had a good field to start their second drive. Couldn't capitalize. They had a punt. Not as good here, but still very good at the 48-yard line here just before midfield check. Yeah, Brother Rice with the drive to start the game. Four minutes, 25 seconds. They go down. They score uh, quite easily on the one-yard touchdown run. UAD, three and out. Brother Rice, three and out. UAD, three and out. Here comes Brother Rice for their third offensive series from midfield. Good field position. Pisco Pink trots out there with two wide receivers to his left. One of the far side, it's Colin O'Hara who flanks them to his right. 2.37 left to play in quarter number one, seven nothing Warriors. Pisco Pink leans back in the snap here, looking to fire and throw. He hits his man to the left side. That's Ben Sacco, who crosses into UD territory at the 48-yard line. Big hit put on there by Carson Hinton, but that might have drawn a flag afterwards. Yeah, catch by Sacco, a guy in this deep wide receiver crew, and then some trash talking after. I think it's 15 yards on the Cubs. After the play, uh, Sacco's clapping his hands. 
We'll see what the call is. That's a costly penalty if that indeed is going to be the call, and it looks like it is a personal foul against UD Jesuit. Just can't afford to beat yourself if you're UD. You're getting beat bad enough right now to give them 15 yards and advance it all the way from the 42 down to the 30. Just a travesty for UD. But, hey, Brother Rice uh, offensively has struggled to score points this year. Pisco Pink from the gun here. Looks one more side to the lot for the play call. They hold up a yellow and red car, and that's to signal the tempo they want to move at this year. Brand new for Brother Rice. Pisco Pink takes the snap now. A little high, but leans it right into the hands of O'Hara there. Sorry, that's Jack Lockwood, the senior, who takes it left for three yards. Yeah, Lockwood's one of the guys they dig. Another downhill runner. A lot of guys that are the same kind of runner in that backfield. And Lockwood and O'Hara, similar. But uh, they're going to get Patrick O'Hara also back, they hope, next week. Trips to the right here for Pisco Pink. Lacanaria in the slot. To his right, Ben Sacco. And to his immediate right is Milia, right in front of the UD Jesuit sideline. They keep it on the ground with Lockwood here. Looking to charge forward. He makes something out of nothing there. That looked like a loss back behind the 30-yard line. Instead, he's able to spring himself up to the 27. And that's going to bring up a third and a short six here. Miles Hickman just collapsed the entire left side of the Brother Rice line. I should say our right side. Uh, They deserve to get a a tackle for a loss there. His defensive tackle didn't clean it up. And uh, lo and behold, it's a third and mid instead of a third and long. Still a fine play. Hickman's impressive on that defensive line. He's much stronger, he looks, Jeremy. Two wideouts right here for Pisco Pink. Lockwood still to his right. And we have a timeout here for UD Jesuit. Still 52 seconds left to play here in quarter number one. 7-0 lead for Brother Rice. They have a third down. And we're calling it a long five, I guess. Pretty much six. From yeah. the UD 28-yard line. Pretty much four-down territory, I think, Jeremy. Sure. You know, I mean, they do like their kicker. They think he's good to 45. But if you're Brother Rice and you've done your thing and you don't get five yards here, you're going for it. UD huddling on the far side here. Brother Rice on the near side right in front of us. Jeremy Otto alongside Chad Bush to bring the call. Here in our Catholic League Game of the Week on WGTK Detroit. So glad you could tune in. Yeah, we did baseball this week. Yeah. We did, we're doing football. Uh, Basketball a little bit last year as well. Right, right. All in a week's time. <laughs> See if we can get a hoops game to call. Maybe Brian Bolesky and It could be. Tiffany back in our, our studios there McCourtney, in the parking lot. Brad Smith. <laughs> yeah, let's throw it together. Do it for charity for the kids. Football time now. Lacanari in motion. He moves left to right across your dial. That puts two wide receivers to the far side. Little floating pass. Going to ship well shy of his intended target. That's Jack Lockwood. Good defense there by Johnson to try to bat that one down. And it's going to bring up a fourth and six. He sure did. Knocked it right down and stopped the ball short. Tipped it. Just shy. That's a big-time play from Johnson, a guy they count on to do big things on both sides of the football for the Cubs. And it is four-down territory, and it does look like they're going for it. Watch for Brother Rice to do a little try to draw off sides. That would be something that they would probably do and would be wise to do. 
Two receivers assigned here for Piscopink still in the gun. Lockwood to his right. Been a heavy dose of him on this drive so far. 48 ticks left in the first. Puts a lot into that throw to the far sideline. His wide receiver diving. He can't make the catch. That's Ryan Brown, the sophomore, stretching out for that one on the far side. And with 43 seconds left here in quarter number one, it's a turnover on downs. Back to UD, down seven. Well, Brother Rice went against the top corner for UD and Hinton, and that's not the guy to pick on. Well defended. It was a beautifully thrown ball. Maybe a little too much on a line instead of loft, but you can't argue with the ball that Piscopink threw. That's a great play all around by all parties here in this game. Carson Hinton, the guy who has offers from Central Michigan, Purdue, Western Michigan, Syracuse, Cincinnati. The guy's been highly touted really since his sophomore year on this UD varsity team. He's a D1 guy. They've got about three or four of them. Back out there is Nate Brown. It's a direct handoff here to Aaron Richard to begin things. He scoots across the 30, hop steps his way up to the 35-yard line. That's still about two yards shy of a first down. That's a solid gain on first down for UD offense. is looking to get going, Chad. That's their best offensive play. That's it. And this first quarter's done. Uh, it's over with. So that tells you what Brother Rice has done, and it tells you now that UD has found something perhaps. Can they sustain it? 11 seconds left to go in the first to be exact. It's a second down and two. From the Brother Rice 35-yard line here. It's a keeper from Brown. Brown kind of swerving his way up the middle. He does gain the first down, but there's a flag on the play back at the 35. The clock has hit zeros as Rocco Melia makes the tackle. Let's see what this flag is, though. I believe that was the first first down of the game for UD. It's a false start against UD. So that's going to... Move them back five yards. So seconds. Well, it was Coach K that was worried about penalties coming in. He said we had nine of them against Eisenhower. Six were offensive holding calls. They've really cleaned things up. It's been UAD that's been the undisciplined team in the form of penalties tonight in this first quarter that's finally ending after it really didn't want to. <laughs> 7 nothing, <laughs> The lead for Brother Rice here in our Catholic League Game of the Week. More when we get back on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot is sponsored by Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature. Changing the world one life at a time. You know, I heard your commercials for a long time, and I kept thinking, yeah, yeah, I'll look into that, and I just never did. And finally, I gave you guys a call and started. Well, I did tell the doctor when he asked me what I was doing. I said, have you heard of Balance of Nature? And he says, yeah, he actually had taken it at one time. I said, well, I'm doing that, and I feel great. You know, I think it's helping in everything. And he says, well, good, good. He says, I should start that up again. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just happy, and I'm going to stick with it. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Receive 25% off your first preferred purchase of balance of nature. Plus, get a set of convenient travel bottles containing a free additional week's supply of balance of nature's fruits and veggies. With these discounts, you will still receive free shipping on every order. Call 800 800- Two four six eight seven five one, or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code DETROIT. Happening now, the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. 
Welcome back to Brother Rice. 7-0 lead for the home Warriors here. UD Jesuits going to have a second and seven when they break the huddle here. They were uh, honoring some students, I believe, uh, here in between quarters. Uh, so a little bit of delay to the start of the second quarter, but UD is back out there after a illegal procedure penalty has moved them back five yards. It was going to be a third and about two prior to this. Instead, Brown going to have to roll out and pass here on second down. little hop-step throw. Looks for a man at the 45-yard line, just shy of their own territory. If this was hockey, this side of the field that they're on now would have absolutely no skate marks on it. There's been no action on this side. Of course, we can't see very well to the other side where we've been calling games. Uh, this left side of the field's had all the action. Now we get a good vantage point, Jeremy, and we're getting to see right now that this Brother Rice defense is for real. So third and eight now. This UD offense moves right to left to begin quarter number two. Two wideouts aside for an eight Brown, the young sophomore. He sends right in motion to his right. UD going to look over to the sideline for an audible play call here. Trying to draw something up in their own territory in a third and eight. Clock stopped at 11.55 in the second. Brown back to pass as he rolls out right. Faces some trouble there as the pocket collapses. Just tries to put it on the ground, and the Warriors are all over that as they swallow him up for a couple-yard loss. Uh-oh, but it's a late flag. It's going to go on Brother Rice. Whether it was intentional or not, it's a 15-yard penalty, and UAD is going to get a first down, I believe. The helmet was ripped off unintentionally. I don't believe it was intentional or dirty, but the helmet came off, and when that happens in high school football, uh, it really gets their attention, and it gets a 15-yard personal foul, and UAD is going to be the beneficiary. It's Cameron Terrell who made the tackle. He came up with the football on the end of things, but uh, it's going to be a personal foul penalty that gives the Cubs the first down here as they look to get this offense moving. It's been a slow start for them so far. It has, and maybe this can kickstart them. This is their best field position, I believe, we've seen all game. And now they get a chance to, you know, you can run more plays now. You know, you get a first down, you're out to midfield. When you're between the 40s, that playbook just opens up immensely as a play caller and Matt Lewis and his offensive staff. Carson hitting the man directly wide right in front of us to the left of Brown. He's stacked up. With Johnson here, as this one's floated to the far side and a pass, it was an acrobatic-looking attempt at the 25-yard line. He was out of bounds, and it was incomplete. Andre Spivey, the center fielder in baseball, trying to come down with that one instead of second and 10. There is a flag over there uh, in, in back near the offensive line, and it looks like holding, Jerry, but well covered by Brother Rice. That's their strength, and, and for UAD, Without a running game and trying to throw it deep against Brother Rice, it's going to be a long, long night if they can't establish the run because Brother Rice is not vulnerable to the pass to begin with, and especially not now at this stage of the game. But the penalties are just killing you a D right now in this game. They get a break, and now they get themselves in trouble, and they're just not there in learning how to win yet with Lewis. They're going to get there, though. I mean, I believe that wholeheartedly. Probably before this season ends. Correction, 23. 
First down and 23. This ball is all the way back to the 29-yard line of UD now. Brown wants to throw it on first down. Just a screen right side for Hinton as they look to let the athlete work. He dives back to the 30, maybe up to the 31-yard line. Check that. That was Knight who made the catch. It's a gain of maybe two on the play, so second and still very long. Yeah, I like that. And you said it. Get your athlete in space. Give them room to work. Um, the only problem there is they gave him room to work on the short side of the field and, and not as much space. But the side of surprise, I guess, would have been that short side. Now we'll see what the Cubbies can do on second and long, really long. 21 to go for this UD offense here. Mm. Switching up personnel as they send Knight in motion to the near sideline. Rice sends monster pressure, though. And again, a helmet pops off. That's a UD helmet in their quarterback in Nathan Brown. He's sacked back at the 20-yard line here for a loss of 10 more, Chad. Yeah, and furthermore, Brown has to come. Does he have to come out of the game? He should, yes. Any, well, any, he should or shouldn't. I mean, there's no gray area. You're either pregnant or you're not. Sure. Is he going out of the game or isn't he? It doesn't look like it, right? Yeah, he is. Officials got it right, but he tried. He did the right thing. He tried to stay in. I respect that. <laughs> but the backup is a guy that does have experience, and uh, DJ, your boy Donnie Johnson. Yeah, Johnson the starter all year last year. They gave him a start to start this season, but uh, like what they saw to Brown last week against Cranbrook, so they started him here in this game. Handoff, why not? And a long play into the hands of Aaron Richard as he – Crosses the 30-yard line up to the 35. Still well, well shy of the first down by about 16 yards. So they're going to have to punt it away here. I like the play call by Matt Lewis, though. Yeah, he gave it to his guy up the middle, Richard. Ricard. He looks great. I mean, that was a nice burst, solid gain. Now they get to punt it away from about the same spot they took over the possession. But negative five yards on the possession negative seven on the possession that's what brother rice has been doing to folks all season long chow into punt it away here this is a pretty good one as it flattens out at the 35 trying to be fielded at the 25 yard line bobbled there by rocco millia he's going to fall back on it in front of the ud jesuit bench and in the end brother rice is going to lose a yard on the return there with 857 left they still lead it seven nothing Nice pump by Chow. They get a great bounce and flip the field a bit. Get it back into Brother Rice's own territory. But you look at Brother Rice, and they, they score seven points against Eisenhower. And, and that's really been their biggest test. As good as we've seen them move on a couple drives, their passing game has kind of been their M.O., just not scoring the points that they show that's equal to their potency that we see uh, in their play. Pisco Pink out there in the gun. He has two wideouts to his left. One right in front of us on the nearest sideline at the 25. It's first down and 10 from that venture here. Keeping it on the ground to begin things. That's Lockwood, who we've seen a lot lately. It was pretty much all him on the last drive for the Warriors. He's up to the 30-yard line for a gain of five. Yeah, they try to attack UAD on the perimeter. That's not really the way to attack UAD. Uh, they are quick on the ends, and that was a nice job of containment by Twain Williams on the far side to hem it in. Second and six, they scrimmage from the 30 on the far hash here. Pisco Pink directing the traffic on the line here with his left hand. Stares over to that sideline for the play call. Helping out with that is the 
backup quarterback, Jake Coulter. He had a nice week for Pisco Pink filling in in week two. Greg, back to pass. Weaves out of some pressure there. Going to put it back on the ground. Maybe no, he still wants to throw. This one spiked backwards as Judy blocked it down at the 25-yard line. Rolled all the way back to the 18. Good, aggressive play. Mm-hmm. So Lockwood, the intended receiver. Jeremy, that was beautiful coverage. I mean, that was beautiful coverage by UAD secondary. There was nowhere for uh, Piscopink to go. Just a well, well-defended play. Tip the cap to UAD, man. That was well-defended. Great secondary coverage. Third down and six now. Trips to the right for Pisco Pink. Lockwood still to his right hip here. Like an area in the slot. They look his direction at the 35-yard line. He has it in stride. Still on his feet. Jungling the near sideline. He's across midfield. Tumbling finally out of play at the 45-yard line. He was moving sideways here in front of us. If Bill Belichick was here tonight, he would sign him right now. <laughs> he is a Bill Belichick I mean, this kid, I don't care where he goes to school, a Lacanari, that is built for a Bill Belichick slot position on offense for the Patriots. Man, impressive play by Lacanaria. He continues to uh, pay dividends for Brother Rice in the pass game. Lacanaria slot left side this time as Pisco Pink still lines on the gun on the heart of the LTU logo at midfield here. Lockwood has it on the ground, handoff right side as he moves up, up, up. On the hash marks here, he's up to the 41-yard line for a gain of about four and a half on first down. Yeah, Brother Rice is moving some folks up front, too. I mean, they've got uh, Hubs up there playing some some right tackle for him. He's moving some folks. They also got the mid- guy in the middle there, Brian Carroll. I mean, that right side's making some folks move, and they're not, that's not easy. You got Miles Hicks, Hickman on that uh, near side on the defensive front for the Cubs. Just under six, or just under seven minutes to play here in half number one. Seven, nothing the lead for the Brother Rice Warriors. A little triangle formation to the left side, bunched all in the slot area for Brother Rice. And we have a flag. Before Illegal substitution. Start. Sorry, partner, to step on you. There was a flag prior to the snap. So they'll sort that out now as Brother Rice is going to move back five yards so it puts them behind their original line of scrimmage now at the 46 so second down it ends up being about 10 yards here the initial spot looked to be a little more than that they just mark it shy of the 45 here in UD territory brother rice with their four wide almost the entire game one back set 14 personnel as they call it Pisco Pink looks to pass, has a man right side, looking across into, further into Cub territory, Delamonte here. He's up to the 36-yard line. Ty Williams was in the area of that stop, along with Nick Johnson. Brother Rice is deep at receiver. I mean, they've got a wealth of weapons there, and guys that just catch the ball, make plays. Not not necessarily guys that are going to burn past you, but you don't need that. With this offense that they have, this is an impressive uh, drive so far. Their second-best drive of the game, Jeremy. But they need touchdowns in their mind, and that's something they've struggled to do offensively this year in finishing drives. Third down and one now. 
just shy of that first down. Ball's up to the 45-yard line here. They give it to the deep back who looks to tumble over. It's Colin O'Hara who moves about a yard over that first down marker up to the 34. Johnson trying to push him backwards. Wasn't successful, though. So it was a good under-chuck run there by O'Hara. Well, Luke Newman, their best lineman, drove his guy about 15 yards down the field and then buried him. I mean, that kid's a monster. The lone guy they had coming back, I think, Jeremy. Yep. On that O-line. Four out of the five starters gone. Trips to the left here for Pisco Pink. He is body slammed in the backfield. He's wondering why there's no flag. It was a handoff well, in the end to O'Hara, <laughs> who gained up to the 32-yard line. He's He got hit because he's... He's very good at his ball fakes. Sure. It's called carrying out a ball fake. He does it very well. When that happens, you get hit. I mean, it, it's not cool, but it's football. And, uh, you know, don't be so good of a ball faker. <laughs> <laughs> Brings up a second down and seven here. 5.20 to go. 7 nothing Warriors in this second quarter. Two wideouts aside for this Brother Ice offense here. Delamonte. Or check that Brown right in front of us, just to the left of the numbers. They look down the middle. They have Lacanaria there. That's incomplete, but we have a flag down probably for pass interference. Carson Hinton knocking it out of the hands of the talented sophomore wideout. But this one probably moving forward. Yeah, Hinton came in and hit him too early. It was clearly P.I., and uh, Hinton knew it as well. He just put his hand in the cookie jar a little too soon. And uh, Brother Rice gets to move the chains, partner. So the official is discussing at the 31-yard line here before they deliver the official call. I've been impressed with Piscopink throwing the, the post routes, the, you know, the, the mid to long routes. He's been on point, man, with his throws. Short throws have been a little bit errant at times, but the long throws have been outstanding. Oh, roughing the passer. I'm so confused. Sorry, Jeremy, I'll let you call it. I'm confused. I saw roughing the passer. Sure. I, and then a hold I, as well. I'm clear I saw pass interference was the only penalty sure. I saw. And and they called roughing the passer. And what Hinton else? was visibly frustrated because he thought a flag was called on him and, uh. at about the 10-yard line. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, it's a Brother Rice first down as this one is up to the 18-yard line down the middle of the field. 5-0-4 left to play in the second quarter. Coach K's livid. He wants a he wants an ex, uh, explanation. What in the world happened? I could. Okay, now they're gonna re. Oh boy, confusion. Another. We know this. Brother Rice is gonna have the ball at the fifteen yard line in a first and ten, <laughs> whatever the call is. And they need to capitalize with a touchdown, field goal. You know, not gonna settle and satisfy. The Warrior offense. Pisco Pink out there. The lone back is Colin O'Hara. It's either been him or Lockwood today that have lined up to the left and right of number one. Put themselves in the pistol here with two wideouts aside. That's O'Hara who gets it on the ground. He's going to get about three yards as he's up to the 13-yard line on first down here. Miles Hickman, or check that, Mario Hall coming in for the stop. So second and seven 
as this Warrior offense drives again, looking to pad their one touchdown lead. Yeah, and you touched on the tempo earlier. It's a big part of their offense this year, Jeremy. And right now the tempo is low, slow, and we're just in control mode right now. Yeah, it's pretty much been a no huddle all the way around. Oh, yeah. But uh, variance of cadence in that no huddle. Mm-hmm. Pisco Pink wants to throw. Jump ball to the left side of the end zone. That's incomplete. Again, trying to throw against Carson Hinton. Dribbles to the back of the end zone. Yeah, Jeffrey Knight with great coverage back there. And I tell you what, that is uh, another play that's well defended. I'm glad they didn't call pass interference there because Knight was with him on his hip, riding him and, uh, in, in the most legal of ways. Well covered. Ben Sacco, the intended target that time around, so brings up a third and seven here with the ball spotted at the 13-yard line. Pisco Pink still has O'Hara to his right. They needed to get a new football into play, so slight delay. That's wet. A little wet pill. They're good to go now. Greg takes a snap, looks to pass. Right side has a man there. It's a short pass. Slipping by a couple players is Lacanari as he spreads himself into the right side of the end zone. Lacanari, another touchdown. I believe that's his fourth of the year. Just a little water bug on a crossing route, and he beat his man to the corner. He understands angles, and he got a nice stock block in the end into the end zone. Brother Rice caps it off with a touchdown. That's just deflating for UAD right now, who is thinking we have to get a stop, at least force a field goal. And now they're down two scores, Jeremy, late here in the second. Henry in to attempt the extra point here. 4.06 left to play in the second quarter. UAD brings some pressure, but Henry's going to sail that one through. It's another balance of nature. Touchdown, pure and simple. Real science, real food, real nutrition. 14-0 is the lead for Brother Rice here. Just over four minutes left to play in this first half on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Cush Paint and Nahez Recruiting. Celebrating its 100th anniversary, Siena Heights University is offering its popular Discover Day, Saturday, November 2nd, for high school students and their families at the Adrian campus. Visitors will have the opportunity to learn about the admissions process tour campus, engage with staff and faculty, and find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities Siena Heights has to offer. Visit go.sienaheights.edu forward slash discover to sign up. Join us November 2nd and learn what the Siena Effect is all about. Coverage of the CHSL Game of the Week continues on The Patriot. Jeremy and Chan back with you high atop. Field here at Lawrence Tech in Southfield, Michigan. 14-0 the lead for the home Brother Rice Warriors here. Just over four minutes left to play in the second quarter. Lacanaria doing his thing, dancing into the right side of the end zone to give Brother Rice a two-score lead. Yep, Piscopink finds him on a little out-crossing route, comes across the field and then beats his man to the down the sideline, touchdown. And uh, 13-yard touchdown pass, Piscopink to Lacanaria. I believe that is uh, Piscopink's first touchdown pass of the year, partner. Yep. 
He was 15 for 22 for 139 yards. No touchdowns through the air. He had one on the ground as this one is bobbled back at the 20-yard line here. Uh-oh. Carson Hinton going to turn the corner, though. He's off to the races, up to the 35, and just shy of the 40-yard line as the Warriors drive him into his own bench over there. So pretty good field position here for this Cub offense as they check out there for the third time today. This is their uh, count of it up, one, two, uh, three, four, fifth drive, and they have, I believe by my account, one first down. So they need confidence, and um, man, oh, man, they need it out of some area, but it's going to start, I think, with a run game. They need to establish something up front with the run, maybe some deception. This would be a good time for some trickery perhaps. Uh, But Brother Rice really not having to respect the run game. I know they do. But without UD establishing it yet, they don't have to commit an extra guy to the front seven. And this is reminiscent of last year, Jeremy. This is like deja vu, UD Brother Rice, and the year before. Last year, a 28 nothing win for Brother Rice. 2017, a 26-7 win. 15, a 35 to nothing win for Brother Rice. Personal foul against Brother Rice as well as move this into their own territory at the 45-yard line to begin this drive here for UD. It's a run on first down. Nothing there. As it, uh, it's Antoni and Everly who come up to make the stop at the line of scrimmage, second and ten. Well, that's the second personal foul on Brother Rice. I believe it's second personal foul uh, on each side. But either way... UD into Brother Rice territory, I believe, for the first time, partner. They'll take it any which way. Two wideouts aside now for the Cubs. They do send a man in motion. That's night. He makes the catch at the 40-yard line, trucking over a defender at the 34. And that's a nice job to get himself into first down territory. If he doesn't lower his shoulder and make that play, he probably doesn't get there. But uh, UD has a first down here. Knight, the baseball player, showing a little bit of ability on the gridiron. Uh, this is a track guy, rather, Jeff Knight, guy that can really run. They get him in a crossing route in space. He gets to the sideline. He gets a yard and a half more than he needed. And UD's starting to feel like they got to drive together and they got a chance to cut the lead in half before the break. Yeah, just three minutes left in this 14-0 second quarter in favor of Brother Rice. Cubs scrimmage now from the Rice 34-yard line. Nice poise that time by Nate Brown. They like his poise. Can really throw it, this sophomore. Trip to the left side. Brown going to keep it on the ground as he takes it for himself. He's up to the 30. Healthy gain of nearly four and a half here on first down. Heck yeah. Four and a half yards on first down. That's great. And UD will take it. I thought Brother Rice was off sides. I thought their outside backer slash the defensive end started early in Mason Everly. The 6-1 senior defensive end. Everly made the tackle for the Warriors. So second down and six now. Clock down to 2.13 to second go here in six. quarter number two. Brown in the gun. Two wideouts to his left and right. Rice going to jump here. They wanted to send a major blitz. It looked like they were sending nearly four. Could not hold up. It's going to be a close to a first down here. About a yard shy. Nice call by UAD Brass. Led by second-year head coach Matt Lewis. You need six, second down. You got some momentum. Got Brother Rice thinking. 
You're, get them to jump off sides, get five free yards. Now second and one. Second and one. They're up to the 30-yard line here on the near hash. They're in field goal range, too, I think, Jeremy. You think so? Yeah. Nick Johnson, the lone back, they send night in motion. He made the catch a couple plays ago. He lines up to the far side, just to the left of the numbers here. And we have a timeout for Brother Rice. We're going to take it with him. A minute 47 left to play in the first half. 14 nothing the lead for the Brother Rice Warriors here on your home for Catholic League football. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and Siena Heights University. This is Stephen Nahez with your automotive technical recruitment update. Automotive suppliers and OEMs continue to struggle to fill key professional technical roles. Nahez Recruiting in Allen Park has found the hidden professional automotive candidates and experts you need by screening nearly 2,500 candidates each week. Look us up at NahezREC.com or NahezRecruiting.com. Nahez Recruiting is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School Game of the Week on The Patriot. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK Detroit. Time winding down here in the first half, a minute 47 to go. 14 nothing. the lead for Brother Rice. It's Judy Ball. Here is a scrimmage from the Brother Rice 30-yard line here. And Brown dropping back to pass at the 35. He is dragged to the turf for a big sack of the original line of scrimmage here. Well, we said they were in field goal range. Guess what? I don't know if they are now. I mean, this would be a 50-yarder. They're not in field goal range. So... Johnson gets thrown down, protection breaks down, and, and this whole drive now is perhaps a play away from being a pointless drive. No pun intended. So third and nine now. Back to the 34. Clock continuing to wind as well at a minute seven. Can we see how many timeouts are left? Between the London fog here. One on both sides. Thank you, sir. Brown rolling out, nearly dragged down again. Two or three Warriors dragging him down in the end at the 45-yard line, still in Brother Rice territory. And Joni meeting him and saying hello in the backfield there. Big sack, second in a row. And for sure, they're out of field goal range now to the fourth down and long. Yeah, Brother Rice defense is for real. When, when, when it comes down to it and they need to make a play, they have this year. I mean, they gave up negative four yards against Eisenhower in week one. Negative four rushing yards. I know Ike's a passing team, but, I mean, this team can really amp it up. But if you're Johnson, uh, get rid of the ball, or, or Nate Brown, rather. Get rid of the ball. And twice in a row, he's held on to it, and they've lost 40 yards because of uh, his youth mistake. He'll get better. That's just youth, and this kid's a sophomore. Uh, he's only going to get better. Well, Brother Rice going to burn their final timeout here to see if they could have any more time left on the clock to do something here before the half expires. 20 seconds left. They lead 14 nothing. They huddled together in the 35-yard line here. It's been a, I wouldn't say, it, I guess it would be a dominated almost first half feel here for the Warriors, even though it's only a 14 nothing game. It's 14 nothing. It really feels like 28 nothing, to be fair. But, hey, I, I guess we've learned a little bit in this first half, but we're going to know a lot more, I think, in the second. Um, but, man, we know that this Brother Rice defense is legit. 
and they're being challenged, and they've risen to the challenge so far. And UAD really has just not had any type of momentum. And when they have, it's been two steps forward, one step back, either with penalties or sacks. They're going to put five more seconds on the clock. It's up to 25 seconds, so saying they probably got the timeout before the clock would stop. Rocco Milia is back to receive this punt off the foot of Xavier Chow. Chow came in only averaging 24 yards per punt. He's had a couple good ones after a rough first punt. This one high, trying to keep it out of the end zone here. Brother Rice going to let it go as it takes a high bounce at the 30-yard line. And just rolling out of bounds right there is Rocco Milia. So 17 seconds left, no timeouts, already up 14. Not sure we're going to see anything spectacular here at the end of the half. I don't think so. Coach Kay's uh, probably going to be happy taking a knee. That's Rocco Melia, son of Mark Melia, Dr. Mark Melia, and uh, former University of Michigan star defensive player and uh, also played here at Brother Rice. So the Warriors in their black and white jerseys coming out there. Halloween looking and it's Halloween coming. It is, yes. That candy is out in the stores. The costumes starting to trickle out there. What are you dressing up as this year? I think I want to be Superman. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. I'll be Batman then. How about that? Well, you be, I, don't, don't, don't <laughs> give me lip service. If you're going to talk that, let's do this. Can we? Do we have a game on Halloween? I know the state playoffs at one time fell on Halloween. The that week was three of, or four years ago. The week ago. of works, man. Yeah, okay. We can do the week of. Let's do it. Okay. I'm holding you to that. <laughs> So are the fans. Brother Rice is going to take a knee here. No yeah. surprise as they'll see the final 14 seconds of this first half of play wind down. The teams will head to the locker room. It's a 14-0 lead to the Warriors. We'll have more when we get back here in our Santa Heights University halftime report on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot is sponsored by Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature. Changing the world one life at a time. I really haven't been sick. People in my house come down with whatever's going around, but it passes me by, and I just take a couple of more, you know, just in case. But uh, I really haven't been sick since I started taking them, you know. And my energy level is a lot better. I'm walking around, and I can do five miles a day. Oh, I'll tell you, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in it, you know. Don't mess with success. (laughs) Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Receive 25% off your first preferred purchase of balance of nature. Plus, get a set of convenient travel bottles containing a free additional week's supply of balance of nature's fruits and veggies. With these discounts, you will still receive free shipping on every order. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code DETROIT. Rich in Iowa. Go ahead. I keep hearing all these ads. If you owe more than $10,000 in taxes, you don't have to pay it. If you have credit card debt, you don't have to pay it. Then we wonder, why do these young kids think they don't have to pay for anything? As long as it's free for me, who cares what it costs you? I never thought about it that way. Rich, thank you. The John McCullough Show, weekday evenings at 6 on The Patriot. The Siena Heights University Halftime Show is next. Dennis Prager is tired of the media coverage of the president. There's always an, another example of the president being divisive. The president basically said, 
Why would a Jew vote Democrat? How, how could this be? Jews, I want you to be more faithful to your people and to the Jewish state. That is now white nationalist advocacy. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at noon on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Report is sponsored by Siena Heights University. Fourteen to nothing, the lead for the home team today, the Brother Rice Warriors. Jeremy Otto back alongside Chad Bush. It was the half that certainly feels like it was dominated in most facets of the game by Brother Rice, yet UD finds himself only down two scores here at the halftime break. It feels like a heavier advantage right now for Brother Rice, and, and they've outplayed U of D. They've just had their way. But in reality, at the end of the day, it's 14 nothing. UD is still in this game. Brother Rice scored on their first drive to start the game, and they scored on their first full drive to start the second quarter. And other than that, it's been very neutral. Um, but two pretty convincing drives, I would say, by Brother Rice, especially their opening drive, 4 minutes, 25 seconds, capped off by the uh, junior Colin O'Hara's touchdown run. We've seen some nice plays in the hands of Colt Lacanaria here today. The talented target, who's just a sophomore, is the third Lacanaria brother to play at Brother Rice and showing, you know, the family history here tonight, huh? Yeah, he snatched the uh, second touchdown of the game, a 14-0 lead for Brother Rice. That was at the 4.06 mark of the second quarter. Uh, from Piscopink on a nice toss. Piscopink has looked sharp. Lacanaria has been even sharper. Boy, there is a duo and a trio of receivers, I guess, that Piscopink can have some fun with this year. Uh, but that said, UAD has yet to get on track offensively. They just look a bit unsettled and a little bit unconfident. Uh, but they're still in this game, and it just takes one big play to get back in it. And that could happen at any phase of the game and in any phase of the game special teams offense or defense 14 nothing our score here at halftime or more when we get back on the patriots stick with us the chsl game of the week is sponsored by kush paint and nahez recruiting Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. This is Stephen Nahez with your automotive technical recruitment update. Automotive suppliers and OEMs continue to struggle to fill key professional technical roles. Nahez Recruiting in Allen Park has found the hidden professional automotive candidates and experts you need by screening nearly 2,500 candidates each week. Look us up at nahezrec.com or nahezrecruiting.com. Nahez Recruiting is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School Game of the Week on The Patriot. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week, only on The Patriot. Hey, Warrior fans, it's Sean Belegian, and we are back. That's right, Warrior Football back right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 101.5 at AM 1400, The Patriot. Don't miss a second of the GLIAC action as the Warriors look to get back on top 
in the GLIAC Conference. Along with my broadcast partner, Josh Rennell, Wayne State Hall of Famer, join us each and every week as we follow the journey of the 2019 Warriors right here on FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Report is sponsored by Siena Heights University. is the lead for the home Warriors here from Lawrence Tech University. Their home field, their second game that they have played here in a long-term deal that has them playing uh, at this university field for quite some time. So them and DeLaSalle kind of pairing up uh, to play at uh, two universities. Of course, DeLaSalle down at Wayne State here today. We'll try to get that uh, score for you as well as they take on a team from Redford. Some other scores around halftime. Lutheran North with a 7 Nothing lead over Gabriel Richard and Arbor. That is exactly at the half. Bishop Foley was up big over Burton Bendel at last check, 35-14 in the second. And our Lady of the Lakes with a 7-6 lead over Cabrini early on in the first quarter. Well, I'm now joined by Lawrence Price. He's the man that also um, is featured on the Cub Sportscast, uh, an opportunity for UD Jesuit students uh, to broadcast their games. He's upstairs working. He's joining us here at halftime. Lawrence, thanks for sitting down for a couple seconds. No, thank thank you. Um, great to meet you. Well, what do you what do you think of this uh, first half so far? Obviously, Brother Rice up 14-0. It's been a little bit of a struggle for UD Jesuit to get their offense going, but yet they still kind of find themselves in the game, only down two scores. Yeah, UD has a, a solid defense. We saw against Roseville, they came out very strong. Cranbrook, they came out very strong, limited to Cranbrook to three points. And, again, their D-line has been very solid. But it looks like the secondary's, uh, the D-line is coming up with a lot of stops. But the secondary, Brother Rice is looking to throw it in the flats or a lot of slants. And they've capitalized on it. That's how we saw um, the sophomore for, for Brother Rice score. And UAD hasn't recognized that. And I feel like Coach Lewis, he's a very smart individual. I've talked to him multiple times, and I do believe that he can find out a way to counter this. And if UAD can unlock their potential on offense that we saw against Cranbrook, the sophomore sensation, Nate Brown, the quarterback, he's very accurate, especially like to his wide receivers in and throwing a lot of dots. If he can connect to them and they let him loose, I do believe that UAD can come back it's only like you said 14 points and we still have a lot of game to go we're chatting here with lawrence price a student at ud jesuit who helps uh, contribute to their sports coverage on the cub sports cast how can you find those games lawrence well we set up a t- uh, a twitter and it has our link to it it is cubssportscast.org we have a lot of teachers and parents and students that don't that cannot make it to the games that um, can watch it. We actually had our activities fair where me and Aiden Thompson, who you talked to earlier, mm-hmm. we discussed with a lot of kids how you can reach us, and we had a lot of people sign up. So hopefully when me and Aiden do graduate, we will have a younger ones that are interested and can uh, take over the leadership roles. Yeah, no doubt. What's it like to broadcast games as a high school student? Is it something you might want to do as a career leading forward? Oh, i love to. I took journalism with uh, Mr. Matt Derry, um, he left UAD, but now we have Miss Essas, who's very great as well. She worked with Mr. Derry in the past, and now I take advanced journalism, so I would love to take journalism or do this in the future, especially in college and further on. Lawrence, give us some keys to this second half for maybe both of the teams. Well, Brother Ice has to 
continue their dominance on offense and defense as they have a lot of athletic players and their defense is kind of carrying them in this game as they pressure Nate Brown pretty great, especially on we saw UAD's last possession where they sacked Nate Brown twice. And UAD just has to protect their quarterback. They've had a solid offensive line much better than last year, but they're kind of getting lackadaisical and that's kind of hurting them that took them out of field goal range and even though UAD will be starting off the starting off with the ball in the second half it would have very much helped if they got a field goal or something out on on that last possession well he's uh Lawrence Price we thank you so much for joining us here today catch him on the Cubs sportscast all season long as this Cub football team continues to try to make strides to build back a program now we're gonna be joined by Brendan Johnson back in our WDTK studios in ferndale were you at a game earlier sir you know jeremy unfortunately i was not but was able to tune in and catch most of the first half well on my drive in to the studio um and you guys got yourself the drive in (laughs) yes you guys got yourself a game out there though and for you know ud jesuit coach gus vanderdunk and i here at studio we're sitting here listening and it's like man would have been huge for the cubs if they would have been able to score maybe on that last possession before the first half. But uh, the Brother Rice is pretty legit. Another shutout here in the first half. And what, through, uh, you know, two and a half games now this season, they've given up three total points. Something certainly to be said for that as well. Yeah, it's impressive. And there's been quite a few impressive starts in the Catholic High School League this year. Some squads that you maybe you'd be surprised with uh, where they are at 2-0 and or, you know, maybe – Surprised that they're one and one. What do you think so far of the slate? You know, Jeremy, I think there's some interesting storylines all throughout, and it's something that we talked a little bit about last week on the drive home. We're going to get into it again tonight. It's interesting to see some of the schedules that teams have played early on in the season, and we're looking for a defining moment, a defining game, something that tells us a little bit more. Like for Brother Rice, for instance. You know, I don't know how much stock was put into last week's win, 53-3. Week one versus Eisenhower, not not a, a bad win by any means, but it was kind of like, all right, let's get into Catholic League play and see a little bit more of what Brother Rice is about and what UD Jesuit's about. And for this to be a very competitive game, I think says a lot about both teams. For it to be a shutout, says a lot of positive things about the UD Jesuit, uh, or excuse me, the Brother Rice defense. But for UD Jesuit, this is a game that, they're still very much in, and if they're able to make a couple adjustments, they start with the football in the second half, I believe. They have an opportunity to put themselves right back in position in this game. So we're learning a lot now that Catholic League play is starting tonight. you got a game like Our Lady of the Lakes and Cabrini going on. That's a pretty telling game in the intersectional. So uh, you got a crossover of intersectional double-A with Macomb Luther North and Arbor Gabriel Richard. That's a tight game. Both teams off to a decent start this year. We'll learn a little bit about them. Divine Child playing a close game with former Catholic League opponent Notre Dame Prep. We'll learn a little bit more about Divine Child tonight. So now that we're getting into some maybe more competitive games, we're going to start to learn a little bit more about these teams in the Catholic League. Well, Brendan and Gus are going to take the next segment back at our WTTK studios in Ferndale, and then we'll have the second half kick shortly here on the Patriots, so stay tuned for all of that here in our Sin Heights University Halftime Report on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and Siena Heights University. 
Celebrating its 100th anniversary, Siena Heights University is offering its popular Discover Day, Saturday, November 2nd, for high school students and their families at the Adrian campus. Visitors will have the opportunity to learn about the admissions process, tour campus, engage with staff and faculty, and find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities Siena Heights has to offer. Visit go.sienaheights.edu forward slash discover to sign up. Join us November 2nd and learn what the Siena Effect is all about. This is John McCullough, and you're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. Join me Monday at 6. Mike Gallagher says the president just keeps delivering. One would think minorities of all kinds would be loving the jobs numbers. I mean, this so-called racist president just keeps delivering economic gains for black Americans, for Asians, for women. A whopping 6.3 million jobs have been created during the Trump administration. Now, does that count for anything? The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week, only on The Patriot. Is there anything wrong with being a good sport? Helping an opponent up after knocking them down? Sincerely congratulating the other team after the game, win or lose? Showing respect for referees? It's how we should act every day at every game because nothing beats good sportsmanship. To learn more about sportsmanship, visit the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Report is sponsored by Siena Heights University. Now we're back here in the WDTK studios. Brendan Johnson alongside Gus Vanderdunk. It's 14-0 in our Catholic League Game of the Week. Brother Rice hosting UD Jesuit. A little bit delayed this week, an 8 o'clock kickoff. Usually, we're kicking off at 7 o'clock, and, well, typically, you're tuning into the drive home right now, but our game of the week, it's halftime. Brother Rice leading UVD Jesuit 14 nothing. and Gus, you look at this game. Jeremy and I talked a little bit about it in our cross there from the field, but Brother Rice making an impressive statement, another shutout, uh, and they have now played two-and-a-half football games this season, and they have not allowed a touchdown, only three total points. Well, it looks a lot like uh, last year's game in a lot of ways. You know, it's tough to compete against Brother Rice, uh, Brother Rice's defense. They, they've always had a solid unit. This is really, in a lot of ways, like a throwback Brother Rice defense. And uh, it, it's, it's really been an impressive uh, defense to listen to so far this season through, three ga- two, through two and a half games. Now, the question really is going to be, you know, you've you've played a half a, a game and a half of football against Brother Rice. If you're Matt Lewis, what adjustments do you make in the second half? So let me ask you, what adjustments would you make in the second half? Well, I think you have to open it up a little bit. You know, you put Nate Brown at quarterback because you wanted to throw the ball around a little bit more. You have some weapons now. You have more weapons in the past. The, the tough thing is the three juniors in the middle of that offensive line. That Brother Rice defensive line, obviously, everybody knows, very successful, very good, very tough. So can they hold up in the second half and give give Nate Brown enough time? He's a youngster. 
He, he's still learning in many ways on the job. Can they give him enough time to make good decisions? Well, Coach, you picked UD Jesuit to win this game last week on the drive home. Right now, though, Brother Rice leading 14 nothing. We get set for the second half of play in just a moment. Don't go anywhere here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot is sponsored by Balance of Nature. Hugh Hewitt explains why talks broke down with the Taliban. Now, the Wall Street Journal, among others, are reporting that it was divided White House, Pompeo versus Bolton, that prompted Trump to call out the Taliban talks. What really happened is Donald Trump said, nope, not going to do this, because the Taliban attempted to gain leverage with terrorism. They killed a soldier last week. That was it. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Have you connected with the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on social media? Search CHSL Go on Twitter and give us a follow. There you'll find coverage announcements, behind-the-scenes clips, news surrounding Catholic League football, and more. Send us a tweet during the game, and you can hear it read live on the air. Again, search CHSL Go on Twitter today and give us a follow. FM 101.5 and AM 1400 is your home for the best high school football coverage in Metro Detroit. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena. A Catholic university located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. Now, the second half kickoff on the Patriots CHSL Football Game of the Week. Some more scores on our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Cabrini in a tight one with our Lady of the Lakes at halftime. Monarchs up 12-7. Catholic Central losing to Toledo or not Toledo. Or no, that is Toledo Central Catholic. You're yes, right. Toledo That's Central right. Catholic, 28 to 6. I oh. thought Traverse City Central for a second, just like you yeah. did at halftime, but I, I rethought about that. I was like, no, that's yeah. that's Toledo. So that's in the fourth quarter. Makes a little bit more sense now. But, uh, yeah, but that's CC, a CC squad who's kind of struggling. CC's facing one and two, mm-hmm. and uh, it doesn't get easier for them. They've challenged some folks, credit them. They beat King, but then dropped two other uh, big ones right after that. UD Jesuit gets the opening kickoff to begin the second half of play and leaning himself out of bounds. There is Jeffrey Knight. That probably would have been a procedure call if he let it go. Well, Brady Henry with a perfectly coffin-kicked ball, and it hit right in his arms, right at the sideline. You're right. If he lets it go, Jeremy, it is a penalty. But it's hard when you're a guy that you want to return that football so bad. If it's close, I'm taking it, and we're going to run, baby. Um, But, yeah. It's a very strategic kick by Brother Rice, too. Well executed. So this marked at the five-yard line. We'll get a second look at Nate Brown, the young sophomore quarterback out there trying to buy some space for his squad right now. First time we haven't seen them in a passing formation. It's into the hands of Nick Johnson to try to buy some space. He's up to the 10-yard line. A solid gain of four on first down just does just that. Yeah, Sarkeesian, Brown comes up. I mean, these guys are uh, tough. 
We talk about the back end, but Sarkeesian, the guy in the in the outside backer, is probably their best defender. And he hasn't really made himself present, at least in our eyes, in the first half. But he's ready to get loose in the second. They'll keep Brown under center here. Send Knight, or check that, hitting in motion to the far side. It's Johnson again who has it on the ground. He chugs across the 15-yard line, springing himself to the 20 and dragging the pile all the way to the 25-yard line. So Udy looking for some kind of spark plug. Maybe it's Johnson here to start the second half. Yeah, they get it in the name of Johnson and a gut punch right off left guard. And this goes for 20 yards, Jeremy. And it took a dragging, saving touchdown effort. But a nice 20-yard chunk gain, the best and highest gaining offensive play for the Cubbies. Hinton again in motion to the far side. They're going to pretty much fake it to him. It's Johnson again who has it for the third straight play, strangling through potential tacklers as he stomps over the 25 and gallops his way up to the 31-yard line after Murad finally made the stop. It's another gain of five on first down as there's a Cub down. That's Drew Kremhelmer. Yeah, it's not the guy you want down. Kremhelmer is one of their leaders up front. He's one of the reasons they've been able to have success in the second half on the ground. Aloysius is birth-given name, and he's down right now, Jeremy, and I think we're going to step aside. Still 10.42 left to play in this third quarter. It's 14-0 in favor of the Warriors here on the Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Cush Paint and Nahez Recruiting. When you need the ultimate performance from a primer, there is only one. Zinsser Smart Prime from Rust-Oleum, available at Cush Paint Company in Roseville. It is the next generation zero VOC, easy-to-use water-based formula with an oil-based performance. Stain-blocking power, low odor, and lead-compliant. Zinsser Smart Prime from Rust-Oleum. Check it out at Cush Paint in Roseville. Mention the Patriot and get 10% off with our experts at Cush Paint in Roseville or CushPaint.com. You're listening live to the CHSL Game of the Week. the lead for the Warriors, still 10-42 remaining in quarter number three. It's Judy Ball on the own 35-yard line, or 30-yard line, I should say. And we have a pre-snap penalty again. Yeah, getting nosy up there was the the point guard or the point guard. (laughs) Zachary Brown, the three technique for the Warriors, who are a little off balance. UAD found something. Give Matt Lewis and his offensive staff credit. They found something in this run game, and that's what they need. Watch for UAD. Now, this is a passing down, I think. If you're UAD, I'm throwing the football. You got play action in your back pocket. I'd throw the football right here, right now. So the jump of the Warriors gives the Cubs the first down as they're up to the 36-yard line here. Handoff right side into the hands of Johnson. He's stuffed, though. The Warriors read that all the way. Right in his eyes was Stewart there, the quarterback who was jumping up to make that tackle. Yeah, a bunch of folks. You're right. Stewart in there. And Beverly, loss, tackle for loss in the play, Jeremy. And, well, these are some negative plays. Two-yard loss, I guess they'll call it. Or did they get in progress? They did, yeah. Two yards gained on that play. That's a nice, generous spot for you. It is. 
Ball is up to the 37-yard line in between the hash marks here as UD moves right to left to start the third quarter. Mm-mm. Heavy dose of running here. It's Johnson again who takes it all over at that time was Luke Newman, the 6'3", 260-pound D-lineman who gave him a bear hug and pushed him to the ground. That is a loss of two. It's third and ten. He's the reason, you're right. Newman got the first hit there, plugged that hole up. He's a beast and a load. And he collapsed that right side that's had so much success in the first three, four plays. That's gone away. Let's see what UD does now in a predictable passing down. Just as they look like they started to get things going, it's halted a little bit by this Warriors defense. Third down and 10 as they send a man in motion. That's night. They want a screen pass into the hands instead of Andre Spivey. Spivey circles to the 40, springs himself up to the 45-yard line. He's about a yard shy of that first down. Yeah, and so I don't know, Jeremy. It's a decision-making time. They gave him eight yards in the play. Might be a little more than a yard, maybe two, but point made. It's fourth down, and they're going for it, buddy. It's up to the 43, 8-19 left to play here in the fourth. Two wideouts to the right, two to the left. Here for Nate Brown. Looks over to the sideline. Could be a bluff, Jeremy. Just Looks to, like it maybe. Yeah, they're going to bring the punt team on. I don't know if they're going to be able to get this off in time, though. They're just kind of jogging out there. Right. Maybe they'll just take the penalty at this point. Maybe some trickery. This looks funky. This stinks. Save your chow into punt it away, but there's still guys trotting off the field, so there's going to be too many men here. It looked so disorganized, you or thought it was organized. Game. You know, and, and and I guess it wasn't. Five-yard penalty. It remains fourth down. Interesting. So fourth and eight now with 7.49 left to go in the frozen clock here in the third. I thought the play there, Jeremy, was to draw them off sides. Sure. At least make an effort for them, right? It's fourth and three. Try to get them off sides. And the, that, that wasn't uh, really executed, but Coach Lewis knows his stuff. I'll tell you that. Milia in to receive this punt here from Chow. He camps out at the 25-yard line of this Chow. It's a low snap. Handles it well into shoot tops, though. This curls its way to the 33, and it's fair caught there by Milia. Well, whether you're looking to move or stay put, now is a great time to purchase or refinance a home. Our friends at Alliance Catholic Credit Union can help. Whether you want a fixed rate or an adjustable one, want to retire in 15 years or lock in 30, want to buy an existing home or build a new one, they have mortgage options for you. With Alliance Catholic Credit Union, you get more than competitive rates and a great selection. You receive personal expert service that is fitting for any member. So whether considering a mortgage or just looking for trusted help managing your money, Lions Catholic Credit Union is your financial guardian angel. Visit lionscatholic.com to apply today. Federally insured by NCUA, equal housing lender. Lions Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. First down and 10 with the ball spotted just over the 30-yard line here. It's a handoff. On play number one. No, it's Pisco Pink who keeps it along that right side as he's going to lose nearly three yards on that play. UD galloping upon him quickly as Miles Hickman said hello behind the line. Another TFL for Hickman. Good read. Pisco Pink kept it. Nowhere to go, really. If he handed it off, it was a tackle for loss, too, I think, Jeremy. So 
Well defended. And that little read option by Piscopink. It's been very effective for them so far tonight, but not there. UD shut it down. So Piscopink back out there. He already has 14 points on the board in that first half. In the end, it was a pretty long drive for UD without any points, however. Piscopink unloading on one to midfield, looking for Lacanaria there. Tightly, tightly patrolled by Elijah Ricard in his own territory at the 45-yard line. That's a man in Ricard that was down earlier in this game via the cramp, but he's back and doing some good things on defense once again. Yeah, you can see why the junior safety has offers from almost every MAC school and Temple. This guy can make a lot right for us in the back end, said their head coach, Mike Lewis. So he's like another coach back there. Certainly high praise. Trips to the left now for Pisco Pink. His team of 14 nothing with 6.44 to go here in the third. Takes a snap now about chest high. Looks down the middle of the field again with the passers. Nobody there, though. Looks like it was intended again for La Canaria, but he was a you know good 10-yard shy. He was at midfield. The ball's going to dribble all the way to the 30 nearly as it dropped down at the 40 before that roll. And they'll have to punt it away in a 4th and 12. Yeah, and Jeremy, you know what? It was great coverage, but it was also a little bit of a pass rush. And we haven't seen UAD get much this afternoon or this evening. That time they did in a force and error pass. It's fun to watch these skilled players on both sides and uh, the back-end defenders for both sides. They're very skilled. These might be the best two secondaries in the Catholic League. Carson Hinton is the lone man back deep at the 35-yard line here. Arcario puts a spinning leg into this one. Hinton. Going to take it out of the 35-yard line. Turns the corner at the 40. little dashing move to propel himself to the 47-yard line. And finally pushed down here on the near sideline by Andrew Hyde, the senior free safety slash defensive lineman playing on special teams. And again, good field position here for UD. You look at their last, I'd say, like three out of five drives. Yeah. They've had good field position right around this area. Yep, 46, 48 and I believe 39. So, yeah, it's been great field position. Only been on the Brother Rice side once, uh, and, and that was a given short field. So we'll see if the Cubs can't get that run game again going and maybe a little more balance. You know, this is maybe a pass-on-first-down opportunity for the Cubs. A couple final scores around the Catholic League via Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. De La Salle up 40, or 151 nothing over Old Redford, get to more of that in a second as Carson Hinton gets a handoff on the sweep to the far sideline, but a great job of the Warriors' defense to recognize that. They're going to bring him back two yards behind the line of scrimmage that time. It was Phillips, Jimmy Phillips, who wears number 22, the main man behind the line to bring him down. That's a guy they like as well. Came into this game with 12 tackles and a sack and a half. Had eight tackles versus Ike in week one aggressive pursuit and angle to the football and he made a clean form tackle and now again a tackle for loss and UAD's behind the sticks brother rice defense has forced them into uncomfortable second down and longs continuously tonight here's another one two wide out stacked right in front of us on the near side one of the far brown wants to pass he looks left has a man near sideline and that's intercepted by the warriors at the 25 yard line boy did he wrestle that football away it was murad the senior safety who picked it away from spivey here 
boy, did Spivey look uncomfortable. He was kind of a jump on the back of Murad to steal it away, but uh, he did a good job of hanging on. Murad undersized on the play, came up, played the high point of the football, went up, snagged it, came down. He's been a playmaker, one of the big playmakers, one of the big reasons why this Brother Ice defense has been dominant this year, not giving up a touchdown yet. So with 5.32 left to go here in the third, a 14-0 lead for Brother Rice. They're going to take it back once again. Seems like Greg Piscopink has been out there the whole game, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Two wideouts aside for the men in black, orange, and white. Here in this muggy Friday evening. Lockwood, the back. In the pistol behind Pisco Pink, and there's all kinds of laundry on the field before the snap is delivered. Yeah, I think somebody moved up front for the uh, team in orange and black. Coach K, 7-4 and four in his first two years. Both years ended in an exit in the second round of the playoffs, but they made the playoffs. He's got a culture that uh, he's establishing as well. And he's had two solid years, and they want to take that next step. But that next step is Birmingham Groves. Yeah, three years in a row making the playoffs after that 2-7 and seven season back in 2015, which kind of left everybody shocked in terms of what they had accomplished before that, certainly. Yeah, led to a coaching change. Trips to the far side, one in the near, still in the pistol. Here is Pisco Pink, high snap. He handles it with charm. On the ground, Lockwood spinning left and right. Going to chutter his way all the way up to the 32-yard line. It's back across the original line of scrimmage. Still about four yards shy of the first down in the end. It was Mario Hall who made the stop, the senior coming up. I like the way he runs. He runs a little violent, put a little shoulder into Williams at the end, to Wayne Williams. Got a little bit of a shoulder. This kid likes to run heavy. Nice gain on first. Pisco Pink back to the gun now. Trips to his left. 4.38 left to go here in the third. Looks back to pass. Has a man right side. Pocket collapses now as the Cubs send three. And this is picked off at the 30-yard line. Holding on to it with one hand and working the sideline is Nick Johnson. He moves his way all the way to the 15-yard line. And just like that, the Cubs are inside the red zone here for the first time today. Back-to-back INTs. And it's the defense of the Cubs that gives them their best scoring chance of the day. A chance now. Thanks to the pick by the senior, Nick Johnson. So 4.26 remaining here in quarter number three. 14-0 the lead for UD. We'll step aside on the Patriot. This is Stephen Nahez with your automotive technical recruitment update. Automotive suppliers and OEMs continue to struggle to fill key professional technical roles. Nahez Recruiting in Allen Park has found the hidden professional automotive candidates and experts you need by screening nearly 2,500 candidates each week. Look us up at NahezREC.com or NahezRecruiting.com. Nahez Recruiting is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School Game of the Week on The Patriot. Brown back to pass here on a first down and 10 from the 15-yard line. Has a man right side, and he hauls it in on the far side. The Cubs have split the lead in half with an extra point here with 4.21 to go. They capitalize right after the interception. How about that? A little fade route on the right side. UD says, we'll try it. 
We'll throw it up. A fade route converted. What a throw by Nate. And in the corner, who caught that thing? 15-yard touchdown, and they're going to give credit. Is that Carson Hinton? It is, yes. It's Hinton, touchdown. Wow. A little pop-up kick, and this one is just, and I mean just, going to make it over the bottom bar of the upright. So Chow is now 7 for 9 on extra points. He's going to remember number 7, though, here. Still 421 to go. We'll stick with you. That's another balance of nature touchdown. Pure and simple, real science, real food. Real nutrition, Chad Bush, that's a big touchdown for UD Jesuit. Yeah, first play, post turnover, throw it up. Why not? We'll try to get our air game going, and they get a little toss from Mr. Nate Brown to the corner. Touchdown, Cubbies. They've cut it in half. Hinton with a score. Well, did you know there's a credit union for Catholics? That's right, Alliance Catholic Credit Union. They have a a checking account that pays dividends, low-rate loans, a great mobile app, everything you need to manage your money. They're actively involved in supporting Catholic education through scholarships, financial literacy programs, and event sponsorships. So if you're a Catholic anywhere in Michigan, put your money where your faith is. To learn more about Alliance Catholic Credit Union, visit AllianceCatholic.com. Federally insured by NCUA, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. Well, we got a game. We wanted a little bit of action. It was fun for a while. Brother Rice was dominating, but it was the Cubs' defense that got the spark rolling. Let's see if they can get a stop now against this potent Piscopink-led offense. It's Brady Henry to bend this one forward. Or, sorry, it's Chow on the other end to bend this one forward for the Warriors at the 10-yard line here. Space to run for Lacanario. He has space all the way to midfield and finally tackled from behind by number six for the Cubs, Ty Wayne Williams. Boy, he saved maybe a touchdown there for Lacanaria if he was able to get one more burst of speed along midfield. Lacanaria all the way up to his own 47-yard line. And I tell you what, he's got some step in him and some fire, and that's a statement. So this one just shy of midfield at the 47-yard line in Brother Rice's own territory. They still lead 14-7, 4-15 left to go in the third. Let's see if Brother Rice doesn't do a little uh, post-touchdown bomb. Pisco Pink looking for the play call into the near sideline. Arias trips to his left. Solo wide receiver right in front of us is Milia. High snap. Handles it well. Back into the hands of John Lockwood as he keeps it on the ground. He gains about a yard as he's on to the heart of the LTU blue and white logo at midfield here. Call it two. Second and eight up to the 49. Yeah, nice plug there by the middle part of the lineup for UAD. That D line is tightened up. And uh, I believe the middle plug-in guy was Nick Kuza. Squatty nose guard in there causing all kinds of havoc against his brother brother Rice line. That's one of their tackle for losses. Something we haven't seen a lot of for UD. Second down and eight from the Brother Rice 49-yard line here as they move left to right. Two wide receivers aside for Pisco Pink. He's going to fake it and keep it himself. And he again slams him to the turf right at the line of scrimmage. That's Kuza. Back-to-back plays. He's disruptive. Darn near tackle for loss. Got him right at the line and a third and long. The UD defense has come alive, and they're calling for their student section to get a little bit more hyped. 
It's one that we can't really hear today because this press box is sealed. The windows do not open. Yeah. There's about four or five cubbies just saying, let's go. So I heard them coming up here. We're in the we're in the freezer here. As this one is a <laughs> man is in motion to the far side. Delamonte sends trips that way. Pisco Pink looking down the left side for area, but that's incomplete again. Lacanero is well shy of that one. That ended up at the 20-yard line on the play. He finishes round at about the 35, brings up fourth and eight, and... By the rights, why not to punt it away? It's a different football game when you're when you're in this contest and you know that your defensive line can pin their ears back and get their rush on, and your cover guys are great. So the rush and the cover team, just perfect harmony right now for UAD. They have locked down that run game and forced Brother Rice into uncomfortable third and longs. Carson Hinton is back deep at the 20-yard line here. Margario to punt it away. Had to adjust to his right of the snap. Handled it well as Hinton's going to sprint his way up across the 25 to the 26-yard line. Pinned up against the sideline there for the fair catch. And that was where Brown and company will take over with 237 remaining in this third quarter. They're just down seven. Well, UAD still wants to put a drive together. I mean, that score, wonderful. 15-yard strike, first play, great. But they still want to prove offensively, Jeremy. I feel that... They need to prove to themselves that they can have an established scoring drive, and this would be one here as their drive's going to start inside their own 30. So the Cubs sending back out sophomore Nate Brown, trying to lead this offense to another score. They scored one play and in on the last drive, and this is picked off on the blind side by the Warriors. Stepping in front is Rocco Milia. He came from the 25 and ran his way all the way to the 15-yard line. Nearly looked like the intended target on that play from behind. It's a storm of interceptions right now for these two teams in the second half. We've had four drives. Three of the last four have had an interception. And this time, it's Brother Rice and it's Melia, that hawk from the defensive backfield coming up, baiting the quarterback. Nate Brown into a pick. He read it, slot route, stepped in front, had to wrestle it away. Competed for that football, Jeremy. That wasn't an easy pick. And my goodness, he won the war. And Brother Rice going to try to win the battle right now and try to get in the end zone. 2.30 still remaining here in the third. The Warriors will take it with their best field yet. Inside the 20-yard line at the 19-and-a-half here. It's Lockwood who has it on the ground trying to bully his way along that left side is up to the 15 and finally to the 13-yard line. It's going to be a second and four coming up. Ricard's a talent coming up from that back end. But Brother Rice, healthy gain on first down. They'll take four yards. This is where they would love to establish their power run game, Jeremy, and just power it in and not have to throw a pass. Lockwood, the only back behind Pisco Pink in the pistol here. Single wideouts aside for him. He wants Lockwood on the ground. He has free space, breaks through a couple cubs, and he's into the left side of the end zone. Cruises across the U for Blue Devils into the center of this end zone here. And just like that, Brother Rice has a big touchdown. 18-yard run, Lockwood right up the gut and a burst. And a bomb and a punch in the gut, too, to UAD, who thought they had their turnover and an opportunity for a long game-tying drive. Brother Rice says, uh-uh, we're going to go punch one in. 
It's another balance of nature touchdown. Pure and simple, real science, real food, real nutrition. So Henry on to attempt the extra point now before we have a flag that flies just below the uprights. What do we got? Maybe nothing. No, it was an illegal substitution call. Mm -hmm. Feel good for a guy like Jack Lockwood getting a touchdown, a senior that's paid dividends. A lot of seniors that were skilled players last year for Brother Rice that played big roles that these younger guys didn't have a chance. So here's the extra point try. It's going to sail and hug that right upright, but it will sail its way through, and that makes it a 21-7 lead for Brother Rice here with a minute 45 to go. Time to check some scores on our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. A final, Lutheran North able to squeak out a victory versus Ann Arbor Richard and snap their 2-0 start. 7-6, the final score in that one in favor of the Mustangs. Romeo defeats Stevenson 30-6. Notre Dame prep with a huge win over Divine Child 38 to nothing. Boy, is Notre Dame, or is Divine Child down? Yeah, no doubt. And Notre Dame prep, give them credit. They're perhaps up. Maybe. And last Jack Oak Park was up 28-21 over Clarkson. That was in the third. And that's telling because Oak Park lost earlier this year in a competitive game mm-hmm. in the Wayne State Zenith Football Classic. Who did they lose to? A competitive game. That's a good question. I'm not, yeah. It doesn't come to me anyway, at this it was second. A heavyweight, but Greg Carter will have them right. And it looks like they're getting nice in the third quarter up in Kurt. Uh, Richardsonville. So minute 45 still left here in the third quarter. It was a third quarter that moved swiftly. Now it's starting to crawl a little bit near the end. UD hoping to get something out of this return and get right back out there in their offensive flow. This kick's buttering to the five-yard line here. It's Hinton who takes it out. He's still on his feet up across the 30-yard line to the 35-40 now, up to the 42, still moving, and finally dragged down at the 44-yard line. That's a solid return for Carson Hinton in the end. We've seen great returns both ways. We've seen Hinton. We've also seen La Canaria uh, on Brother Rice's side with a big return. Yeah, both return games have shown a little bit of life, but, hey, this has been UAD's average field position their last four drives. You mentioned it. And, and same old thing, but they're down 21-7 to right now. They need to answer right back. Perhaps they put one up top right away. There's been a lot of post-scoring uh, drive or post-turnover quick strikes. So the Cubs checking back out. They're still in their own territory at the 45-yard line in the far hash. Brown in the gun to begin things here. Direct run for Aaron Richard Jr., and he is stuffed after a gain of one by that Brother Rice front line. Jimmy yeah. Phillips, the main man in that time. Yep. Terrell up in there. Nothing doing. Nothing gained. Nothing lost there, really. This is a run play that you have to try if you're UAD. Just kind of probe that Brother Rice defense. See if they've made adjustments. Looks like they did there. 
Two wideouts right, one to the left. Send a man in motion. That's Knight. He'll get it on the sweep here and be bottled up directly behind the line of scrimmage. There is a flag down. Yeah, that's Phillips again. He's all over the field. He's fast. Great pursuit angles, aggressive to the football. But, yeah, we got a flag here. I wonder what this is about. They say hold against UD here. Mm. Well, that's not good. It was already a negative play, and now Brother Rice could choose to decline this thing. We'll see what they decide to do. It is declined. As, uh, Coach K was a couple of yards onto the field to communicate what he wanted to do in that. Outlined today in a bright orange and gray jacket down there in the khakis. How about Coach K? He's been around. He was a part of the Brother Rice dynasty, 2010, 2013. How about this? The four years that he was at Brother Rice before he left, they won a state title three of those years. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, you wonder why they brought him back? I mean, that's one of the reasons. Guy who spent time at Seaholm, Andover, Renaissance, Anchor Bay, De La Salle. And, wow, this is blocked down in the backfield there. Looking to throw it along the right side was Nathan Brown, but putting two hands on the football was Cameron Terrell. And, boy, are they happy he came out for football again. It's fourth and 13 with the clock stopped at 21-6 to go here in the third. Terrell had a Wilson sandwich, right, the old uh, face mask. Had a chance to swallow that up. Nice play, forces a fourth down, and really a disappointing drive for UAD. Your negative four yards on your drive that started with great field position at your own 45. Now you got to punt it away. Chow is out there, camped out at the 28-yard line to punt this one. Ooh, they put some pressure on. He got it high but didn't get it far. This one's going to take a high bounce at the 42-yard line, and the Warriors do decide to return it, hopping right on it is Rocco Milia on the high bounce. He's across midfield into Cub territory at the 45. So the Warriors up 21-7 here. Just 10 seconds left to go in quarter number three. And one more chance at a play here before the third expires. Lance Williams with a nice job, Jeremy, to force that errant punt. He came off that right edge and nearly blocked it, but he... Distracted it, high bounce, and a great job by Melia, too. It's a smart play. A lot of return men won't mess with a bouncing ball, but there he uh, perhaps got his team about 15 more yards. So first down and 10 from the UD Jesuit 45-yard line here. Pisco Pink looking to the sideline for the play call. Single wide receivers on each of his side. Clock will run with the snap. It's at 10 seconds right now. Greg takes the snap now, turns and hands it off. No surprise there as he gets it right in the galloping hands of Colin O'Hara as he crosses the 40. And up to the 38-yard line, he gains a healthy seven on first down. We're into the fourth after this. 21-7 is the lead for the Brother Weiss Warriors here on the Patriots. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and Siena Heights University. The Patriot. FM 101.5, AM 1400, WDTK, Detroit. The Salem Media Group, on the NASDAQ as SALM. Balance of Nature. 
changing the world one life at a time. Scientific research has shown that many cancers and lifestyle diseases can be prevented with a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. This prevention comes from the phytochemicals in the plants. They fight against oxidants that damage the cell's DNA, causing mutations that lead to disease. In my lab, I've seen the immune response increase, I've seen your DNA repair capacity increase, and I've seen DNA protection. As a scientist, I know that balance of nature works. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Receive 25% off your first preferred purchase of Balance of Nature. Plus, get a set of convenient travel bottles containing a free additional week's supply of Balance of Nature's fruits and veggies. With these discounts, you will still receive free shipping on every order. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code DETROIT. Now, back to the CHSL Game of the Week. Beginning in the fourth quarter, Pisco Pink in the pistol. He's going to hand it off left side, O'Hara. O'Hara hop steps a couple yards. He's just shy of the first down up to the 37.5-yard line here. So third and about one, Chad Bush. Yep, third and one, and you've got... Four down territory, and if you're Brother Rice, it's straight eye formation, and you're just going to play smash mouth football now. They hand it off to the deep back in O'Hara. He tumbles forward for the first down, plus about one yard. He's up to the 33 yard line now. Move those chains right to left on the far side. Yeah, you just you go behind Luke Newman, your your big left tackle. You go behind him, and you just find some daylight. But Brother Rice's offensive line has really gained confidence and traction. They're starting to wear down UD. Lacanaria lining up right in front of us, in front of the 35-yard line here, left. And one wide receiver to the far side. It's Millie, I believe, is O'Hara, the deep back with 10.46 left in the pistol here. He gets it left side and wrestled down to the turf there by Elijah Ricard. Boy, has he had some hard tackles here today. Brought down for a one-yard loss. Yeah, a little bit of bad blood afterwards. There's some chapped uh, fannies out there. UD's not taking any guff from anybody. And they're, uh, they're, they're a little snippy right now, and they should be. They should be ornery. Down 21-7 here with just over 10 minutes to go in the ballgame. They felt that they had a little bit more of a grasp of a comeback, at least, here in quarter number three before this one started to roll. Second and 11. A scrimmage from the 34 in UD territory here. It's O'Hare on the ground, and once again the Cubs able to swallow up him. Hickman, Hall, the two men in just to the left of the near Hash here was Newski also in the area. It's going to be third and 12. Third down and, 12. and you're slowly trickling probably well out of field goal range now. Yeah, that was a big play. You're right. Takes you back to the 35. Coach K says he feels comfortable with this guy up to 45. Brother Rice needs a chunk play here. Pisco Pink wants to throw. Good block initially. Now the pocket collapses here. Works out of the sack. Trying to gain back some yardage here. He will maybe by a yard as he moves up to the 35-yard line. But in the end, that's going to be a fourth 
and in the end, probably 12 yards. Yeah, Matt Lewis brought a blitz, and it paid off. He, he came with uh, Makaris off the edge, and it forced Piscopink. It could have been a 10-yard loss. Instead, he gets back to the line of scrimmage. Nice job to get yourself uh, in position now for a long field goal if you want it. And it looks like they're just going to keep the offense out there here. Watch the pooch. Watch the pooch. Lacanaria in motion, swimming into the backfield here. He wants to maybe throw it again. Lacanaria going to lean one in. This one wrestled for it, the 20-yard line, and they call that a catch. Wow. Milia able to get it off the hands of Lacanaria. So they tried that play earlier. It was incomplete along the far sideline, but Milia does haul it in as he wrestled in midair, and that's a huge first down in 10 from the 21. 6 to 195. He went up and wrestled that ball away, just like he wrestled away the interception. Talk about competing for a football at its highest point. Melia has been a warrior tonight. 8-16 remaining here in quarter number four. 21 to 7 the lead for Brother Rice looking to add to it here. Pisco Pink with O'Hara behind him in the pistol here. Going to turn and hand it off. O'Hara tripped up. At the line of scrimmage, Nick Johnson was there to do the honors that time. It's a gain of four. Yeah, if it wasn't for Johnson's right paw, he was on the deck, struck that right arm out, and tripped up the ball ball carrier. That's a touchdown up the middle, perhaps. Strong play by Johnson not to give up on that play. So second and six now. Ball's up to the 18-yard line of UD. Brother Rice with the gutsy play call, able to gain the first down. Lockwood this time, avoiding tacklers as he moves to the outside. And boy, he nearly broke for the touchdown. Good touchdown saving tackle probably by Ty Williams in the, of the shoestring variety that time. Third and three. Let's go back to that play call. What a gutsy call. Uh, fourth and long. And, and one that didn't work earlier as well. Yeah. That's right. You throw a reverse pass from Lacanaria up to a Hail Mary. Uh, not a Hail Mary, but it was between two players. It certainly wasn't a wide open play. And gutsy call by Coach K. Hopefully it pays off here for the Warriors' sake. UAD knows, though, Jeremy, if this if <laughs> if Brother Rice gets six here, his ball game's over. Lacanaria in motion to that far side. Pisco Pink going to keep it himself and survey his options here. Swiver, swivering down the field as he's inside the 10, up to the five-yard line, a first down plus six. Patient, patient running. And that's Pisco Pink having a feel and knowing his blocking scheme and just having a sense of how to get the first down and get down. And he got it, and he's got this game on ice with 6.20 left. And that clock keeps moving. And we have a timeout here from UD. We're going to take it with them. 21-7 to 7 is the lead for the Brother Rice Warriors. are driving on the UD six-yard line. They'll have a first and goal when we get back in our Catholic League Game of the Week on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot is sponsored by Balance of Nature. Socialism has been tried so many times by so many different people, large groups of people, small groups of people. It always fails. Always. Just take a look at San Francisco, Los Angeles, where they've been under socialism for a longer time than we here in Michigan. 
and uh, it's, it's distressing. The John McCullough Show, weekday evenings at 6 on The Patriot. Happening now, the CHSL Game of the Week on The Patriot. <laughs> That's it. 21-7, the lead right now for the home squad today, the Brother Rice Warriors. They have a first and goal from the UD six-yard line here. Pisco Pink in the pistol as he has Colin O'Hara behind him. Did you have to practice that all week? What's Pis- that? Pisco Pink in the pistol? <laughs> I did it, but I probably should have. I mean, you're like 10 for 10 on that. <laughs> High snap. He adjusts on the mini leap. He's going to get it off into a fighting O'Hare who gets it to the left side of the end zone. The Cubs try to bottle him up at the three-yard line, but he did a good job of sparking himself free. And just like that, the Warriors feel like they have a stranglehold on this game, 27-7. Yeah, Lockwood with a bull-like run up the gut. This is the kind of runner they need, they love, and this is salting a game away with a drive. That is a six-minute drive and really a game finisher uh, right now. Ooh, the extra point snap is muffed here. As he looked to throw it, but it's just to the ground as uh, Margario trying to get his QB skills to work there. A couple comes in front of him as he just spikes it to the turf, and that keeps it at a 27-7 to advantage with 6-15 left. It's another balance of nature touchdown. Pure and simple, real science, real food, real nutrition. Next week, we have our final pre-selected game. We do. And after that, we're going wild card style. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell the fans out there where we're headed. So we have a game in Madison Heights for you, Bishop Foley versus Everest Collegiate. Two squads who are certainly uh, trending upwards. It's been fun to follow that Mountaineers mm-hmm. squad and Clarkston and Bishop Foley, I hear, is real beefy on the uh, offensive right? and defensive line. Yeah. Okay, and they've got a new head coach, I believe, this year or second year Still head coach. Still Brian Barnes. Is it Brian Barnes? Yeah. Okay, he's in his third year then, right? Yep. Oh, he's done a nice job, and, and Foley's been kind of bipolar, right? I mean, they've been good, bad, good, bad. Uh, Barnes has kind of stabilized that ship, though, and, and we know what Everest has been. They've been a machine. That'll be a fun one. That's a good call. Who selected that? Was that Brian Bolesky? Might have been. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> All right. Or was it Lucas? Lucas Camariotis. Yeah. What about our other guys? Lucas is good. Alex Westfall, Luke Hammett. Yeah. They're all helping us out here today. Brian Bolesky spinning yeah. the dials. we got a great crew, crew great staff. we got a, a halftime show that was wonderful. Absolutely. UAD participation from the students. Your alma mater, mm-hmm. Gus Johnson's alma mater. Yeah. Gus Johnson's alma mater. Stick with that. <laughs> <laughs> this one's up to the 15-yard line here as the Cubs look for a return up to the 25. That's Wright who takes one for the first time here today. So 6-10 to work with. You're down three scores. Obviously, you're going to keep going, but you want to just get something going here, at least if it's for the next game even, you know. That's right. Cubs still looking for their first scoring drive that's been longer than one play. They had the one play, 15-yard touchdown pass after they got the interception. 
at the Brother Race 15. But, yeah, Jeremy, I mean, they, they want a sustained drive that shows a little bit of pass, a little bit of run. Let's see what they got in the works here. So Brown back out there, two wideouts aside for him. They're in tight to the line. Man in motion is right, who just uh, had the return. He has looked to spin move his way through. He's bundled up at the 28-yard line there by Jonathan Tillman. After a gain of three. We haven't heard a ton of Jonathan Tillman. It's not because he's not doing anything. It's because they don't want to throw near him. But that time they had to attack him, and they went right at him, and he made a nice form tackle in open field, and that's why he is a highly touted young corner. UDJ a little quick to the line here on a second down and seven as they have another short pass right side. Into the hands of Jeffrey Knight as he spins his way to the 35-yard line, a full yard shy of that first down in the end. He was in the same space as Andre Spivey. Those two, that wasn't planned, and it almost caused chaos, but good job to focus, make the catch, and get yardage nearer first down for UD. Third down and one. They keep it on the ground just looking to gain it here, and it doesn't look like they do. The spot is friendly right now on the far side, and they are going to give them that first down. Wow. That was a yard shy of the first down, I thought. He was stopped right at the 35. They gave him to the 36, moved the chains, so be it. Aaron Richard Jr. is going to gain it in the end. Everybody up here is kind of mystified. First down and 10 as the ball is up to the 36 now. Quick snap, airing it out to the near side. They have Spivey there. He is defended fairly tightly by Stewart as he goes step for step. And then sails over his head by about 15 yards. So second and 10 now. But the clock frozen at 445. Still a 27-7 lead for the Warriors. There aren't going to be many teams in the Catholic League that are going to throw past Brother Rice this year. I mean, I, Orchard Lake St. Mary's has some deep threats. Catholic Central has some guys. You know, De La Salle, But there aren't going to be many guys that are going to beat them deep. Um, I'm impressed with their secondary team. Step for step with some of the fastest and finest uh, for UAD here tonight. Trips to the far side, one to the near here for Brown. He's in the gun. He looks right side on this play, nearly intercepted again. He looks for Christian Robinson right there in his face is Stewart once again. The junior corner doing everything here on this drive. Brings up a third and ten. I mean, it sounds like a broken record, but uh, there's no weakness that I see in the secondary for Brother Rice. It's an obvious passing down. I get that. And, and, and UAD's looking at some intermediate routes. It's the right route to go, but Stewart step for step with sticky coverage. And this is a central division. I don't think it's going to be cut and dry in terms of who's going to take it from what De La Salle has shown us in the first three weeks. Obviously, they, they have two big wins back-to-back, but those are against opponents you'd expect them to win and then some. Hey, look, Brother Rice about to go to 3-0. St. Mary's is 3-0. And uh, Catholic Central 1-2, and but one of their wins is against King. Brown going to roll out of the pocket here as it quickly swallowed in on him. He's going to gain close to a first down. There is a flag down. And, of course, we, I didn't mention De La Salle. De La Salle, the front runner and the favorite. And, and of course, they're the top dog in the league until somebody knocks him off. Back-to-back state champs. They lost to Muskegon. And, and they're licking their chops. I mean, they, they, 
they didn't really get a chance to play anybody last week, all due respect. They didn't have to play anybody this week. They're not happy about that. They're foaming at the mouth. They want to get out and play somebody. They'll get a chance to play somebody next week. And uh, that somebody is playing right now in front of us. Stanley measure this spot here. There was no flying, I beg your pardon. You're forgiven. I forgive you. It's not even Sunday, and <laughs> Thank I'll forgive you. you. No problem. That's buddy. very kind of you, partner. Here. Thank you. I'm I'm purging <laughs> for dinner. You're, you're going to take me to Shields? Oh, that's, oh, that's a good spot. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Somewhere. 434 left here in the 427-7. The lead for the Warriors here as they'll measure. Interesting to look at the State Champs Network uh, top 25 after week two. You look at the Catholic League teams, and uh, you look at the top-ranked team, it's De La Salle. They've got them eighth after their 64 nothing win last week. And then CC, 10th, despite losing to Toledo Whitmer. They still have had them at 10. They'll certainly drop after this week after losing to a tough, tough Toledo mm-hmm. Catholic Central Central Catholic team. They did award the first down to the Cubs here as they're up to the 46-yard line. St. Mary's is 16th. And then you look at no other Catholic League teams. So Brother Rice, they belong in that top 25, I feel, after watching them tonight. Two wideouts to the far side here for Brown. It's a short screen pass, and there's just nothing there as Chris Mutebi is slammed to the turf. Mutebi getting a little bit of love. Young kid, Mutebi, a sophomore, one of the youngest kids on the team. The numbers for UAD are up this year. What was it, Jeremy? How many 51, last year? 51. 30, 35 compared to 51 this year. They feel good about that. Still no freshman program, but the JV numbers were better. Takes a pass right. Brown just going to keep it on the ground. He's sandwiched by a couple Warriors here as his... Uh, Mouthpiece comes out. He is <laughs> the galloped mouth- upon at the 49-yard line. <laughs> How about the mouth guard? I want to see the mouth guard on the stats get four yards, sir. We got our statistician. That mouth guard rolled four yards. That would have been close to first down instead of the third and six. <laughs> oh, forward mouthpiece progress not permitted. Bummer. 327 left to go in this one. It's 27-7 still in favor of the Warriors. Brown in the gun. He has Aaron Richard Jr. to his right. They're Richard Jr. or Johnson really have been able to get going fully here today. Brown looks right, then going to keep it on the ground as he slams it up to the 45-yard line. And a late flag there as he moves close to a first down here yeah he had the first down jeremy by a half yard at the 43 of brother rice they're going to give him 15 yards late hit these are things coach k needs to clean up but it wasn't dirty just a kid playing aggressive they've had some penalties they haven't hurt tonight but uh did hurt him a little bit in the eisenhower game didn't come back to bite him these are little things but overall i'm nitpicking brother rice has been outstanding tonight and uh they've been all that in in a bag of chips by the way, no chips, no drinks here. Uh, concessions were down tonight. Uh, it's okay, but we're both parched. <laughs> I think you. I think everybody up here is. 
we're you need to really get some liquids in us quick. <laughs> IVs. Gonna start cramping up here. Muzzle stop moving. Is <laughs> this is kept on the ground to Nathan Brown? He swerves past the thirty and up to the twenty-four yard line on a first down carry. Being a five inside three minutes to through two thirty-five and counting remaining here in the fourth. Giving some different guys some looks of the Cubbies. And they cannot find their way out of a sack that time. It's D.J. Johnson now in a quarterback for UD. Swallowed in the backfield. Remember, Johnson is a guy who was the starter all year last year. Got a shot Mm -hmm. in week one this year as well. But they liked what they saw out of Nathan Brown in week two. And they decided to go with him to start. The game here today, Johnson 6-14 for 41 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions in week one versus Roseville. And he's going to get sacked again here at the 36-yard line. Mm, That that was the Olay offensive line. I mean, there was a miscommunication because I think they had a screen set up, but, I mean, there was – you want to let the the D-line come in, but that point, that was just a – backfield disaster from the beginning and now it's fourth down and jeremy you had a chance to potentially be the first team to score a touchdown on rice all year you're down near the 20 and now they're backed up to a fourth and really long fourth and 16 to be exact from the brother rice 35 yard line here a minute 10 to go in the ball game Johnson leans the throw to the far corner. This one is going to be nearly picked off as it goes over the outstretched arms of Murad, and that's going to be a turnover on downs, and we'll probably just see a few knees here by the Brother Rice offense. Yeah, just over a minute left. A couple knees by Brother Rice. They'll get out of here 27-7 winners. And, hey, look, they came in, did their part, um, and they did give up a touchdown. I apologize. I, I stated a moment ago that they have yet to give one up. They did. They gave up their first touchdown of the year. Point made, though, and Brother Rice made a big one here tonight in Southfield, Michigan. So Greg Pisco-Pink feeling his team moving to a 3-0 and record to start this season. Is back out there to complete a couple more plays. They are going to run a play or two here pisco pink wants to throw which is interesting as this one is down the middle intended for lacanari at the 40 yard line complete with 57 seconds to go well obviously they feel there's plays they need to work on and sometimes you need to work on plays outside of practice and uh you know hey ud puts their pants on too. go defend a pass you can't stop a 65-yard pass, then you deserve to get scored on. I don't believe this is a run-up situation. I believe in playing football to the final end, and I got no problem with this. Second down and 10. Pisco Pink in the pistol here as they keep it on the ground into the hands of Lockwood. Lockwood's over the 40 and up to the 43-yard line. He won't have an outstanding game in terms of yardage, but uh, he's been pretty good on the ground today for the Warriors. He has. Two touchdowns. And he's taken advantage of uh, Collins' brother being out. What's his name? O'Hara. O'Hara older. It's not his first name. Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. 
Patrick has had mono since the beginning of the year. Practiced for a couple weeks in preseason. You ever had mono? I haven't. Do you want it? No. I had pneumonia last year. Okay. That's not as bad as this one has moved back to midfield as the Warriors are going to gain a first down and see the time expire here in the fourth. So your final score is going to be 27-7 to in favor of the Brother Rice Warriors. They're going to move to 3-0. and Well-deserved win. Brother Rice dominated from start to finish. UD had some momentum, Jeremy, in the third. They get the interception. Next play, touchdown. They cut it in half, and then, boom, unable uh, to stop Brother Rice, who came back and scored in the next possession. Lockwood, two touchdowns in the second half. And Brother Rice remains undefeated. And UAD tastes the defeat for the first time this year. Well, with the Lions Catholic Credit Union, whether in person or on the phone, you have access to professionals dedicated to helping you navigate your financial goals. And their first-rate mobile app allows you to access your account anytime. Alliance Catholic has nine convenient locations around Metro Detroit, and credit union members can use nearly 30,000 ATMs around the country, including most 7-Eleven locations without a surcharge fee. So whether you're looking for a lot of help managing money or just a little, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is your financial guardian angel. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to join today. Federally insured by NCUA, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. 27 to 7, your final score in this one in favor of the Brother Rice Warriors. Post game, and we get back on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Cush Paint and Nahez Recruiting. Celebrating its 100th anniversary, Siena Heights University is offering its popular Discover Day, Saturday, November 2nd, for high school students and their families at the Adrian campus. Visitors will have the opportunity to learn about the admissions process tour campus, engage with staff and faculty, and find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities Sienna Heights has to offer. Visit go.siennaheights.edu forward slash discover to sign up. Join us November 2nd and learn what the Sienna Effect is all about. The CHSL Game of the Week postgame show is next on The Patriot. Sportsmanship is still relevant in school sports. Good sportsmanship should be a given at our games. It's one of the primary reasons we have school sports to begin with, to help today's young people become tomorrow's community leaders. You can learn more about sportsmanship and download a full kit of sportsmanship ideas from the MHSA website at mhsaa.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Twenty-seven to seven is your final score in this one in favor of the Brother Rice Warriors. Jeremy Otto back alongside Chad Bush. Now time for our Cush Paint play of the game. What do you think? Well, I think the play of the game for Brother Rice was when they were able to get their uh, passing game going to Lacanaria. It was a touchdown, and it was a pass, a fourteen-yard connection from Piscopink to Lacanaria to make it a fourteen-nothing lead, and it was a convincing score at that time. Deflated UAD, who hadn't had anything going offensively, and that really put them uh, down in the damper with that two-score lead. Lacanaria on the touchdown is fourth of the year uh, from Piscopink. 27-7, your final score in this one. We'll put a bow on it when we come back in the Patriot. 
Hey, Warrior fans, it's Sean Belegian, and we are back. That's right, Warrior Football back right here on your home for the Warriors. FM 101.5 and AM 1400, the Patriot. Don't miss a second of the GLIAC action as the Warriors look to get back on top in the GLIAC Conference. Along with my broadcast partner, Josh Rennell, Wayne State Hall of Famer, join us each and every week. We follow the journey of the 2019 Warriors right here on FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Dennis Prager is tired of the media coverage of the president. There's always another example of the president being divisive. The president basically said, why would a Jew vote Democrat? How, How could this be? Jews, I want you to be more faithful to your people and to the Jewish state. That is now white nationalist advocacy. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at noon on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Whether you're looking to move or stay put, now is a great time to purchase or refinance a home. Our friends at Alliance Catholic Credit Union can help. Whether you want a fixed rate or an adjustable one, Want to retire in 15 years or lock in 30? Want to buy an existing home or build a new one? They have mortgage options for you. With Alliance Catholic Credit Union, you get more than competitive rates and a great selection. Receive personal expert service that is fitting for any member. So whether considering a mortgage or just looking for trusted help managing your money, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is your financial guardian angel. There's AllianceCatholic.com to apply today. Federally insured by NCUA, equal housing lender, Lions Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. Your final thoughts on our game of the week here today that sees Brother Rice win 27-7. to The real Brother Rice stood up. They are who we thought they might be, and that's a pretty darn good team that's going to have something to say in the Central Division. UAD, they're going to go back to the AA. Uh, is, or Central, did I say that backwards? You know what I meant. Uh, UAD's going to go back. They're going to be better for playing Brother Rice. I think Matt Lewis has them going in the right direction. Both teams, I expect, to be contenders for their respective divisions, regardless of what we saw here tonight. Both teams are good football clubs. Well, we say thank you to Lucas Camariotis, Alex Westfall, Luke Hammett, Brian Belensky back at our WTTK studios. My broadcast partner, Chad Bush. I'm Jeremy Otto. Again, 27-7 is our final score in this one in favor of Brother Rice. We'll see you on it fully as they take on Everest next week. CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union, Siena Heights University, Balance of Nature, Cush Paint, and Nahez Recruiting. Learn more about Catholic League football at chsl.com. And stay tuned to FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot.